The following was recorded in front of a live studio audience at the Studio 21 Podcast Cafe. This is the United Podcast Network. Broadcasting live from the Toscano Cigar Soundstage in Salem, New Hampshire, USA. And broadcasting around the world, this is the Cigar Authority. Transmitting since 2010, the Cigar Authority is the longest-lasting cigar podcast ever. Grab a cigar and light them up, light them up, light them up. This is the Cigar Authority. Light them up, light them up, light them up, everybody. Saturday, October 10, 2020, live from the Toscano Cigar Sound Stage. And we're just coming off a blind smoking challenge with you without knowing what the cigars were. Band or no band, I think you're going to know you're smoking a Toscano cigar when you see it or when you smoke it. Today, we celebrate 200 years of Toscano, and we're going to light up a cigar for the special occasion. Today we celebrate 200 years with brand ambassador Michael Capellini, who joins us live in the Toscano Cigar Stone stage. Welcome everybody to the Cigar Authority. And you are listening to the Cigar Authority now in its 11th year, making it the longest continually running cigar podcast. Awarded the Ambassadors of Cigars by Cigar Journal Magazine. Do you want to mute your... Uh... Is that me? Oh... <laughs> 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 uh... Oh, if that was I me. I can't tell it's if me. If that was me. <laughs> awarded the top 10 educational podcast by Podbean four years in a row. The Cigar Authority is the most listened to cigar podcast in the world. Cigar Radio at its finest. The Cigar Authority is a proud member of the United Podcast Network. And you catch the podcast on demand at any time or our daily blog at thecigarauthority.com. So happy Columbus Day weekend. Yes, Columbus Day weekend. We can say it, right? We're allowed to say it. So we have the perfect guest for Columbus Day weekend, Columbus Italian, yeah, Michael yeah. Capellini, welcome back. Thank you, guys. Thanks for having me. Always a pleasure. And we've had you a few times, but not face-to-face in a long time. <laughs> it's true. Yep. It's so true. Uh, thanks for joining us during the COVID update. Of uh, That was fun. That was interesting. Uh, I'll tell you what. <laughs> yeah. that, I'm, I'm happy that I'm not here to talk about that. Let's just be honest. I felt like the Grim Reaper at some point. Yeah. So. But yeah. it's the truth, unfortunately. Yeah. Yeah. So... Uh, all in all, back on the road. Yeah, yeah, as as much as we possibly can be. You know, it's uh, we've had a great couple events up here with you guys, as always. Yes. Uh, and, uh, you know, I'm just excited to be here. Yeah, great night last night, introducing a lot of people. Uh, first question you ended up asking, who never had a Toscano cigar? A lot of hands went up. Yeah, about half the people. And then great. you said, great. Yes. Great. Yes. So, um, and what we saw is people tried it for the first time, had different thoughts of what it was absolutely and uh then proceeded to actually purchase the cigars after because they liked it so yeah. uh, that's what we hope happens i know uh they're receiving this in the care package and they're getting the cigar we're going to be smoking today and saying uh well what's this now they're sending me another crazy cigar or whatever yeah, a lot is. of hype though compared to the first time we ever included a toscano a lot of people have been reaching out to me that you know, this is one cigar they purposely didn't smoke in advance. Nice. Because they really wanted to do the experience. All Pressure's right. on. Good. That's the way to end up going. So, Barry, tell us a little about it. Well, today's first cigar is the Toscano Ducento, and it's manufactured in Italy by Toscano Cigars. The size is seven and three quarters by 46, and it features a North American Kentucky wrapper, no binder, and fillers consisting of Italian and North American Kentucky. It is part of the Cigar Authority Care Package. Single cigar will set you back ten ninety nine. 
Why a box of 20 is $197.99, which comes out to $9.89 per single. It's a savings of almost $22 or 10% off the box price on TwoGuysCigars.com. If you're too far away from a brick-and-mortar retailer that carries it, try TwoGuysCigars.com. That's the number two, GuysCigars.com. Talk about good marketing because they could have chose to say that there's no wrapper on it. But they went with no binder. <laughs> because it looks like no wrapper, right? No. It could be. Yeah. Now, Michael, could you do us a favor and give yes. us the correct pronunciation? I'm not saying Barry was Oh, let wrong. me try. Let me try. Oh, this will be fantastic. Duicento. All right. Actually, that was pretty good, Jonathan. Huh? And my buddy Barry not Stenino. Cento, no, Cento. 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 Barry Stenino over here did a very good job, I thought, initially <laughs> with the pronunciation. I'm proud of it. It's like Barry Stenelli. Stenelli? Yeah. No, <laughs> I don't like that. You see, that's the one, but it's different. I want to use Stenino. It sounds better. I like it. Um, so what makes this different than every other Toscano? So that's a when I talk to people all across the country about our cigars. I was like, well, Michael, you know, ultimately your tobacco comes from two places in the world. Great. What differentiates the cigar? This particular cigar differentiates in many ways. Number one, the aging is much longer for, than, than most Toscano cigars. And it's actually, uh, it's, a, it's, a, it's longer fire cured too. So that's why if you look at the actual wrapper on it, there's, uh, it's very dark. It's very dark. And you could smell it immediately when you bring it up to you. Oh, really yeah. get. And the American, the American fire cure, as we know, there's a lot of hickory notes to it. And mm-hmm. you can actually smell that as you, as you put it under your nose and bring it oh, up. Oh, yeah. The, Burning the axe handle. handle. Oh, here we go. I knew <laughs> yeah. this, this was going to be fun. <laughs> this is, this yeah. is going to be a good we're, one. And we're doing the outside wrap of those that are listening. We're not smoking the foot of it. We're smoking the body. Correct. body of it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The outside wrapper, or in this case... Or smelling it in case anyone who's listening yeah, actually right. tries to go with what Dave said. You, we're not smoking, we're smoking it. We're, oh, okay. we're smelling, sniffing it. Smelling it. Uh, but And then the, the other really interesting thing about this is that, you know, it's a hand-rolled cigar, hand-rolled Toscano. And as we know, we only have 40 female cigars. I always feel bad, by the way, because I look at Dave and Jonathan, and it's, I don't look at Barry. It's all right. So. I'm used to people not wanting to look at <laughs> Yeah. Okay. Nobody wants to look at All right. So then one. in that case, yeah. so <laughs> realistically, um, this cigar being hand-rolled is really special because there's only a few of our female cigar rollers that can roll this particular cigar. And the reason being is because they have lineage dating back all the way to some of the original cigar rollers from 1815. So if you look at the cigar itself, you're going to see that it's somewhat crooked. In every cigar, there's going to be an imperfection or a a rise up or a rise down. So it's curved for... Their Watch it, Barry. Oh, God almighty. Watch it. I hope they're not watching. But each one each one is different because yours is curved different than mine. Correct. Is. Yep. And that's what we call an Italian astorto. Or, you know, ultimately what that means is it's the signature of the cigar roller. So she'll apply specific pressure in a, in a, in a point of the cigar to know that it's her cigar as they sell. Mm. Everyone that she does. Everyone that she that does way. is going to be that way. Yeah. Okay. Yep. So, so she can look at it if she happens to be watching on YouTube and has no idea what we're saying. She uh-huh. can look at it as we hold it up and say, I made that. That's correct. Yeah. The majority of the time they will. And it's happened before, which is a, a, a great little. Look, Christina, know. I yeah. have yours. Oh, Lord. <laughs> <laughs> I knew coming into this. Yeah. Be a hell Do you have regrets yet? No, never. Regrets. I've had a few. <laughs> <laughs> but then again, too few to mention. That's so. it. Um, and, and like all Toscanos, this can be cut in half. Correct. If that's the way you want to do it. Correct. Or you can smoke it as a whole. Or you whole, can smoke it as the whole. Uh, as, as I've been doing. Yeah. But I think uh, I'm going to actually cut mine. But okay. You, anybody can choose to do whatever they want. Well, yeah. I'm going to do something a little different because I like this cigar. And I know I'm going to have a small amount of time later on before dinner 
where I'm only going to have about 20 minutes. So I'm ah, gonna... when I haven't cut yet. All right. It's not time to cut. <laughs> what it is time to do is take a cold draw on it. Yes. Uh, by the way, I cold draw a cigar like this for maybe a half hour. Yeah. Mm. That I put the cigar on my mouth. I see and I... you walking around the store, yeah, with it unlit for quite a while. Quite a while, because I enjoy what it tastes like. Then I put it down for a little bit, kind of let it dry. And then go back to it and light it up, and it's like I get a few different things out of each one. And if I cut it in half, I'm I'm getting maybe six different things yeah. out of it. Yeah, that's true. Hey, uh, Jonathan, mm. uh, Nick Miller from the Cigar Pulpit wants to know what you get on the cold retro hail. Chasing some smoke, <laughs> <laughs> smokiness, not of smoke, but right, like barbecue people that do smoking. Meats, right? This yeah. tastes. This tastes like if you could separate the smoke ring on a brisket. This is mm-hmm. the smoke ring. Or how about those smokehouse almonds you get? Almost yeah. that same smoky. Yeah. Sensation. I can't eat almonds. I'm allergic, but it uh. sounds fantastic. <laughs> yeah. Your analogies, by the way, are phenomenal. I just, I, I don't know where you come up with them, but it's really something. Well, we do it partially with the flavor wheel. That's how we start off with, and then we go from there, which is gonna change up as as time goes on and stuff and actually you know it's a manifestation of his mental illness but <laughs> we tend not to bring that uh, up. excuse me the yeah. only person who has been documented as being mentally ill on the show via mailbag is it dave it was me <laughs> it was me is it a particular wood? Is it hickory wood? Yeah. So, again, when we fire cure the the American tobacco, it's actually sawdust. The majority of our process here in the United States is sawdust. And a lot of that sawdust it produces that hickory sensation. Whereas in Italy, when we fire cure our, our tobacco, it's with oak woods. So the hickory is going to give a nice mesquite barbecue sensation, yeah. which is what you're getting now. Okay. Uh, if, and if you know on the cold draw, too, you almost get a little bit of a burning sensation on the lips, if you will, a little bit of citrus, too. Yeah. Uh, whereas in Italy, you're going to get a much more creamy, uh, oaky flavor to it because of the oak woods that we mm. use to fire cure. All right, let's give it a cut. It's time to cut our cigar. The official cutting brought to you by Perdomo Cigars. Perdomo is the brand, while all other brands were raising prices, Perdomo cut out the federal S-chip tax and actually lowered them. Perdomo Cigars, they stand for quality, tradition, and excellence. Excellence. Now, some of the chat room saying, Pete, on i'm sure yeah yeah and whoever wrote that good palate because and i said this last night at the dinner and it's something that i say whenever i do my my pairing sessions we pride ourselves in those earthy tones that you find in toscano pete mm-hmm. is 100 percent uh uh one of them and to me a little bit on the on the on the um on the on the dry draw is uh a little bit of honey like a sweetness to it there's a yeah. little bit of, there's a little bit of a, a berry sweetness like from a like holly a plant, not like a holly plant, oh, from the foot of the holly plant. <laughs> <laughs> inside joke there, folks. <laughs> uh, and yeah, and, and the, shows are not supposed to have inside jokes. Yeah, no. no you let no. that minute, but we're going to leave that alone completely. <laughs> we're going to light our cigar today, and I, I picked this one just for you, okay, Michael Capolini, because I knew you were bringing grappa, yes, uh, which is uh, a grape product, yes. And people in Italy, do they still use their feet to crush the grapes? Uh, I will plead the fifth. Is that a thing? I will plead the fifth, especially so during coronavirus. Thing. I will plead the it's fifth. A, can you get coronavirus from the I foot? don't know. I'm just <laughs> saying. I just it, want to make it, sure everybody's If those are crushed with feet, I'm all in. So this uh, is the Vertigo Crusher, which mm. features three jets, the patented Vertigo big-ass tank, 
You have a flip out bullet punch. Not any good for your Toscano, unfortunately. And you've got an easy adjustment wheel at the bottom, all for the low price of $29.99. That is the Vertigo Crusher. See what I did there? I did. You went there. You like that. I do. I do. You put a little work into it. A little effort went into it. You love this shit, don't you? I love this shit. <laughs> Mr. Padrone. <laughs> ah, it's all fun and games. So great evening last night. If you have a chance, wherever you are listening to the show, and there's a Toscano tasting event that goes on there, you want a little education and fun, you go to a Toscano event, you have a little food, you have a little drink, you have some pairing, and you learn a lot. And I've listened to you now, it's probably four or five times going through the process, but I learn a little more each time I do it. Uh, You think you know about cigars, a whole different game here. Something to pick up uh, and take advantage of when you see them. Do you have plans, like, already scheduled out there? I have a couple events scheduled. I do a lot of virtual stuff right now, mm. which is awesome. I set up a, uh, a little virtual studio in my garage um, to stay in front of the consumers, to stay in front of the retailers. And, uh, you know, if, if you do follow my Instagram, Toscano underscore Cigar Ambassador, you're going to see I do pairings. Uh, all the time. I'm always trying to pair different things with alcohols, with chocolates, with foods. I know that Jonathan loves pairings and he believes very strongly in them. So now, here's the thing. Here's the thing. I, I'm uh, up until last night, I was very against pairings. Mm-hmm. And you picked the correct beverage for me to pair. And you taught us a technique on the pairing that has partially changed my mind on how I feel about pairings, which previous to that was. Pairings is complete bullshit. It's alcoholics looking for another reason to drink while they're smoking. This was a different experience. The opinions of Mr. Jonathan do not necessarily reflect the rest of the panel. <laughs> <laughs> and I'm no prude. I drink. I, I, I enjoy a scotch at night. And, and I enjoy having a scotch when I'm smoking, but I'm not pairing my scotch with my cigar. I'm drinking scotch and I'm smoking a cigar. But there was no denying that we took a puff of the cigar and it tasted like something. Then we took a puff of the cigar, had the drink, took a puff of the cigar, different. Then we did it the opposite way, yeah. took a drink, took a puff of the cigar, altogether different. Yep. We could do that today, by the we, way, if you want to. We should do it. We should do that. We should do Barry, that. Barry, are you against it? No, I actually researched this. So I had a really cool conversation. It's Nonino. Nonino, yeah. We were, that's one of our partners here, and they joined us yesterday. So they had the East Coast uh, sales manager, and the process that they use is uh, carbs in liquor come when they add sugar after the distillery process. Yep. They don't add anything after this distillery process. Mm. So that only has about a gram of carbs per ounce. So I'm good for about two ounces. Mm. You're not getting two ounces. See how, see, <laughs> see how he tries to work himself into uh, so a healthy this is, buzz? This is grappa, and this is no joke. Yeah, um, it's correct. You know, but grappa, it's true what he was saying, that people looked at grappa as a low-end beverage uh, firewater, basically. Mm-hmm. Yep. Uh, as people looked at tequila, and tequila over the years has transformed itself, and this is the beginning of the transformation, I believe, when it comes to grappa, high-end grappa. You're talking on, on some of these bottles, $300. $300, he was saying, yeah. yeah. Huh. Oh, my God. It's crazy. But, I mean, you can compare. The same thing stands true with Toscano. I mean, for a lot of people at first, they saw this as a low-end cigar until they tried 
excited and they understood what the process well, is. Well, $11, this isn't too low. <laughs> right, no. I, but my, my point is, is now the perception has been changed quite yes. quite rapidly, which is a good thing. I'd I mean, say thanks to you because it's the education of it. For sure. You're a one-man well, show you. out here in the United States, yeah, right? Yeah. The problem is the United States because in Europe, they understand yes. this product. Yeah. So it's getting the Americans to understand this product and not look at it because we're looking at, oh, look how beautiful the wrappers of the mm-hmm. cigar, how, how well made it is. This looks like it was not made very well, mm-hmm. like somebody didn't care. When quite the opposite, when you learn the process of what this, the, the thickness of this leaf, no way it's going to be smooth and, right. and elegant looking. It kind of looks like it could be part of a Calabra. You know, when you unravel yes. the, the mm. three sticks, right. it mm-hmm. kind of has that look to it. Wow. Yeah. That'd be interesting. That would be so interesting. So make a Calibra of out of Toscano. Toscanos. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That's the, so we always shit on Lanceros for how poorly they sell. <laughs> the only cigar that sells worse than a Lancero is the Calibra. <laughs> so you should definitely make that. But I wonder if the American market would look at it now that when you take it out, I mean, it would well. be so bent. Yeah, interesting. A, a lot of the, t- the Toscano is about sharing anyway. It is. So if you get uh, a three pack, essentially, with six, a Cali- you can have a whole can game. Have a yeah. How about that? That'd be interesting. Ah, all right, all right. But yeah, that's a good segment too. For those of you who don't remember, these cigars are known to be cut in half. We call them in Italian il sigillo della amicizia, or the cigar of friendship. Barry, say that five times fast. <laughs> uh, yeah, it'll get sensitive if I say what I want to say. <laughs> um. This was made, this specific cigar was made, celebrate the 200 years. Yes, That's and what it means. There's, a couple, there's a couple reasons why it's named the Duecento. So the Duecento, in Italian, like you just said, means 200. It's to celebrate our 200-year anniversary. The cigar is also 200 millimeters long, or uh-huh. th- uh, seven and three-quarters inches. The ring gauge on it is 46, which is fairly large for a Toscano, considering most around 29 The largest? Yeah, it is the largest yeah. that we have here in the United States. That's correct. Uh, there is one a little bit larger in Italy called Il Moro, and that's a collector's item. Um, but yeah, so realistically for me as the brand ambassador, every time I smoke this, and I said this last night too, you're smoking a piece of history. You're smoking something that has been passed down for generations. You're smoking something that, although like you said, the appearance may not seem premium, it may not seem as though it's what th- this cigar is what premium is due to the the hard work that goes into the harvesting, the prevention of the cross-pollination, the fire curing process, where every three hours somebody's in our barns in Italy and and here in the United States ensuring that the proper temperature and smoke is going through each leaf. And then the rolling process between it is just the the cigar rollers without them, we're nobody. And I say that all the time. The hard, and, and the great thing about Toscano is bringing the economic prosperity to Italy and the United States for me is something that I hold near and dear because we use American tobacco from our farm in Tennessee and the farmers around there and we use our Italian tobacco in the five regions in Italy. So that alone really, you know, that that, that makes me even more proud to represent this product. Yeah, we had last night, I believe, eight or nine women. Yeah. 
part of the 50 people that were here, um, you know, 20% were women. Now, that this was going to be interesting, and maybe two of them had Toscanos before, Yes. and everybody else had never had it before, and there they were, and at the end of the night, I'm walking my way around talking to everybody, and they were down nubbing yep. this Pacific cigar, yeah. uh, which is not the mildest one no, it's of the not. bunch at all, It's not. and loving it. Yeah, and I loved that when I was able to walk around and talk to everybody, that was the... It, it, Talking to the women especially made my night because, again, you're right. Women wouldn't necessarily go to Toscano to begin with, and the fact that they were smoking the Duecento, it was fantastic to see. Yeah, and they had a choice of a whole bunch of different cigars. They did. And that's what they went to, and, you know, some would think they're going to go to the flavored cigar Mm. uh, or or infused. I don't even want to say flavored because it's through the smoke. Yep, it's aromatic. Aromatic. Yeah. Yeah. that they enjoyed it, and it, they didn't have a couple puffs and put it down. Right. Here it was three hours later, and he, they're still smoking the cigar mm-hmm. and liking it. And um, as far as – I think it was a home run that everybody enjoyed it. I think coming in, there was a whole bunch of people that said, well, I brought a cigar with me. Yeah. I, I saw cigars yep. in their pocket because yep. they were going to put it down and smoke something they like. It didn't happen. Everybody no. – uh, left a believer yeah and that's that's what you know you talked about some people being there that don't know Toscan. those are the people that i love not that i don't love our supporters believe me but you guys are the easy sell yeah it's the ones and you've seen me do it dave i love when i do events and there's a couple people in the corner that say this is going to be terrible why am i even here and those are the ones i attack and i love it it, it was uh, seeing you uh in the seabrook store uh, on thursday and it was the, the crowd of people around older guys weren't interested and they were talking to them Next thing you know, handing them a little little Toscanello to try and talking about it. And you'd see at the beginning the pushback. And then as it got going, sitting on the edge of their seats, listening and learning more and stuff, and then getting up and buying it. Yeah, that's the best right. part. The, the right. S- they always start with, well, this isn't bad, mm-hmm. well, but this is kind of good. Yeah. <laughs> right. Then it becomes good. Yeah. And I'm going to tell you as a retailer, other retailers that are listening to the show, you think you're going to have that cigar on there, and this happens to be an $11 one, but there's two $3 uh, versions that the person's going to switch over to that. It is not a switch over. It is an add-on. It's an extra cigar that they have for when they can't have a cigar. So here's the in-between possibility. I'm one of them. You see it all the time, right? Mm -hmm. I'm one that that does it too. It's in-between. There's no time to do it. And choose the amount of time that you want. How big I cut this determined right. of how much time I'm going to smoke. So I'm going to have an hour in the segment of it. And I, so I chose, let me go halfway because I can get two hours out of um, well, with full the, size. With the longer one, you could go a two-thirds, one-third. Yeah, yeah you could. Mm-hmm. Well, and again, if you're smoking this and you're in a hurry and you have to go, you can always let it go out, come back, cut it, purge it, and go back two mm-hmm. weeks later, three weeks later. It doesn't change the cigar. <laughs> yep. And in my glove compartment, there they mm-hmm. are. Yeah, you come over, you say, yeah, I want to see your glove compartment. You're going to see packs of them inside the <laughs> glove compartment. And they're the best cigars I've ever smoked in my life is I'm driving somewhere, there's traffic, and I'm like, oh, my God, and I don't have a cigar on me. And then it dawns on me. It's in the glove compartment, and here it is. Boom, and here's the cigar, and it becomes the greatest cigar. I was saying to the, to the guy who never before. smoked it before, yeah. and it's true. And I'm telling you, put them in your glove compartment, put them in your golf bag, put them in your suitcase, 
and next time you go somewhere, Ed Sullivan, you were with me. Oh, yeah. There was one in the suitcase. We were desperate. What are we going to do? We don't no have cutter. any. No cutter. I heard you saying this, and you <laughs> snapped it in half. <laughs> no kidding. Very delicately snapped it in half, <laughs> and it, 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 it was, was fine. Me, yeah. It was great that yeah. we got it, and here it is all that time. We've shared a lot of cigars before, but- here we go with that one and never forget that we had it. So sure. uh, it was the, great. There's another group of people that are really starting to love our cigars. And today we had quite a few of them. Yeah. The, the biker family. Bikers mm. are starting to fall in love with Toscano <laughs> because, you know, it, it's a cigar that you could be going 85. Not, yeah. not that I'm saying you should but go 85 miles an hour durable. down the road. It's a very durable cigar and it doesn't get put out when you're, when Which the wind is blowing out. good for golfers too. You know. 100%. 100%. The one that shocked me this morning, and I was giving you a hard time about pairings like I do. Shocking. And you said, mm-hmm. just shut up and smoke this. Mm-hmm. And you threw me one of the anisette ones. Mm-hmm. And this I'm, morning. I'm very skeptical. I'm not into aromatic stuff. I like my tobacco to taste like tobacco. And I lit it up with my coffee, and it was like I had poured a shot of Zambuca in the coffee, and I didn't have a headache afterwards. It was right. great. Yeah. <laughs> what a pairing. Yep. It no, is. it is. It really is. And that I use that, and you were busting me too, but I use the Tos, uh, Toscanella Aniche, the anise one, as a palate cleanser. If you're smoking quite a few, it's a great – it cools your palate down, uh, brings really nice floral notes to, to the front, and it's and it really pe- cleanses the palate really well. Yeah. If you're a, a smoker, you're sick of the same thing, and you're walking around the cigar store, and you say, I don't know what I want. I'm sick of that. I'm sick of this or something. This is the thing to go in between and – Reset everything. Absolutely. It's awesome. It's Absolutely. great. All right, let's pair something. I think we should. All right. So we're going to pair uh, the Toscano Duecento with the Chardonnay Nonino uh, Grappa. So unfortunately, we had an. He was good last night. Yeah. The, the, the rep for uh, Nonino yeah. was fantastic. And number one distillery in the world. Isn't that unbelievable? In 2019, yeah. they won it. I mean, it's really it's phenomenal. And what I love about this product, too, is as you know, I have great pride in Toscano um, and the heritage. This has a very similar heritage. This this com- this company was founded back in the 1800s, also. Mm-hmm. So you're pairing two storied top Italian products together. I don't I don't know if it gets better. So grappa is made from the skins. Correct. Correct. Skin correct, of a grape correct. after the press. Yeah. What do you think, Barry? Is that two ounces? Yeah, it's about two ounces. <laughs> yeah. okay. I'll have half of that. Okay. Thanks, Thank buddy. you. There we go. Jonathan, I'm in. This is fire water, man. Ed, you want to try some? No? No. Okay. So here's the good thing about this, too. You know, Dave, you're saying it's fire water. It, it, grappa, like we were talking about before, does have that negative connotation. But when you drink Nonino in particular, it, it, it surprised me, too. Coming from a family, like when I go visit my family in Italy and my, my uncle brings out the homemade grappa, you know that you're in for, for a night. This is really a very smooth, delicious, rich pairing mm. to do with such a, a large uh, ring-gauge Toscano and such a rich Toscano cigar. What did you say the pairing is? The, there's two. There's the opposing You pairing? have oppositional, oppositional pairing and, and you yeah. have complementary yeah. pairing. Now, see, you say it nicely. I just say if you want something strong, go with strong. If you want something weak, something mm. weak. But I like how you put it. Very eloquent. Here we go. So. He does it every once in a while. Yeah. Hey, yeah. he complimented me twice today, so Even I'm going to kind of run with that. Even I'm going to kind of run with that. on a dog's ass some days. That is phenomenal. All right, so what do we do here? So when I do the pairings, which is very – again, I, I think – we were talking about this downstairs. Pairing Toscano really gives you a, a fantastic understanding of the cigar. So let's go ahead, and we'll take a nice big puff of the cigar, let the smoke sit on your palate. And those of you who are out there, go ahead and join us too. Yeah, we got over a thousand people smoking a cigar right now. I love it. 
the woodiness of the cigar. There's that. There really is a nice sweetness of almost like a honey, or even maybe it's the maple from the oak wood itself. There's that nice sweetness. So remember the taste on your palate. Go ahead and take a little sip of the the Chardonnay. Little bit, little. <laughs> Not as stingy as you think of no. as Grappa no, would be. destroys any and misconception you'll have of Grappa. Right. Oh, 100%. This is so different than anything you've had it's in a this high category. End. It's it a is high, high end. end. Yeah. It is a high end. And then go ahead and take another puff of the cigar. It's not as woody. There's more of a sweetness to the tobacco. The, the second puff? Yes. Absolutely. But on the contrary, on the retro, the hickory comes to full fruition. Yes. For me. And Excuse me, the Chardonnay really is a nice... That adds a little bit of sweetness to it, too, the Chardonnay itself, I would say. I think that the, the Chardonnay Grappa really, really adds something to it. But See, you've, I, I think you've unlocked it because I, I think the that people, when they're pairing, in quotes, they miss the playfulness yes. of the puff and yes. the sip Correct. and the puff. And really, fo- you're forcing the flavors to play off of each other. Correct. Which is different than... Oh, here, let me pour you a scotch, have a cigar. That's correct. These two go well together. Now go get loaded. Yeah. This is a different, it's a different game. Well, because it's to understand two things. It's to understand the tobacco itself, the complexity of the tobacco, and then also whatever you're pairing it with, whether it be an alcohol like Nonino, which is a very complex uh, flavor profile. And or You got cheese because someone like Ed Sullivan, he doesn't drink. That's it. So he, could do, he could do a Toscano Ooh, pairing with some it. cheese. Yeah. yeah. Chocolates too. Uh, you know what <laughs> pairs really? So I had uh, uh, two guys root beer okay. yesterday, <laughs> and I was uh, I was smoking the Duecento. That's a hell of a pairing. Oh. No kidding. It, the, I, I don't know. I it's, it's it was really it was delicious. The sweetness from the root beer contrasts the power of the tobacco here. It's really something. and that's where I think you get into what I would call an oppositional pairing. So yes. you, you're going to have the root beer on your palate is going to erase. The sweetness Correct. that you're getting on the Toscano, and it's going to bring out the hickory Correct. to a greater level. Correct. Especially once the root beer dissipates off your palate and the, sp- the smoke is able to get through and penetrate your yep. palate. It's really something. Okay. It's starting to work. They say it's a lot better than I thought it would be. Right. Agree. Right. We're talking about it's the It's much better than I the thought. Yeah, right. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Good. That progresses as people smoke I've seen more it a thousand times now yeah. at this point in different, <laughs> different stores and different people that we did it with. And I'd say you're batting a thousand. I mean, you everybody are. coming in with a negative thought and leaving with, oh, my God, I had no idea. Uh, this never happened over in Europe. They no. always understood it. So it, you, your work is cut out for you. Well, it happened 200 years ago. It did happen. The initial years mistake ago. of the, the the tobacco had to be dried, and that's how it took on that smoky Correct. flavor. Correct. And Toscano really in this country is four years old now. Yeah, yeah. We brought in Toscano. Uh, I mean, you know, not counting 2020 because it's been something. Mm. But uh, yeah, 2015 is when the awesome team at Miami Cigars started to mass distribute our product here in the U.S. You know, yeah. and uh, I always have to throw an amazing shout out to them because they really are like family to us. They do a great job. Their reps are very dedicated. Uh, and fortunately enough, the hardest, and, and they'll tell you this, the reps will tell you this, the territory managers will tell you this. At first, they weren't sold on Toscano. Mm-hmm. They were afraid to sell it. And then once they started smoking it and understanding, and then once we started our partnership here with the Cigar Authority and people started asking about and understand, I mean, it's it. that's what it takes. Yeah, the even mind, even the, my staff, right? Yeah, the yeah, mindset the of the American consumer yet. is this is from appearance. It's a gas station cigar. Correct. But until you know the story behind it and, and you actually experience it, 
it totally changes your mind. The first time we sent this out in the care package, people called up complaining, yep. what's this crap that you sent me? Smoke it. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And now everybody was looking forward to it. And we even have people in the chat room saying they're a convert. They're now a Toscano fan. Awesome. Nice. Jonathan, nice. what do you think uh, somebody in the chat room says? Beef jerky notes. Yeah. Could be. <laughs> sure. Sure. The fire, the, the smokiness of beef jerky is definitely there, too. To, to Capolini's credit, last night, some people threw out some wild flavors, and he said, yes, that's what you're tasting. <laughs> Not, that's what you should be tasting. He would just say, yes, that's what you're tasting, whereas other people on our panel, and I'm, I'm not going to mention anyone's name for people watching the video, they, they're big on this, uh, you know, you're not tasting that. Yes, uh, I am, right? Yeah. <laughs> well, again, but every palate is different. Like, I have my palate's trained to understand the exact, you know, the exact uh, Yeah, if something was wrong with the blend in that, you'd pick it up right away. Correct. That's correct. And, like, if somebody says they taste butterscotch or something, I'd be like, well, I need to understand this better. Why? But, again, those earthy tones that we look for for, for Toscano cigars, that's, that's, that's right. That's good. Should we drink a little bit more? Yes. Well, let's do the other one. Yeah, there. we're going to. So now we're going to go ahead. So we understand the cigar. Let's go ahead and start to understand the alcohol a little bit. And by the way, at the break, if if the if they audience, would like, sure. the audience would like, you guys can come up. We'll pour you a little grappa also. Um, so let's go ahead. And I always do this too because whenever you do a pairing, people immediately get the alcohol and slam it to their nose. You're not getting any note from the alcohol at that point. You're getting the vapors that burns the nose hairs. Yeah. You when you Wait. when you you want to. Put yeah. it under, and you'll tell the difference. Do it yourself. Put it up to your nose, and then waft it under. Yeah. Total difference. You could actually smell the Chardonnay grape when I was you waft saying, it under. I was saying uh, the past couple of weeks that I tell people that I wave the smoke in my face when I'm smoking a cigar. I'm trying to pick up flavor notes, and most people blowing smoke away from mm -hmm. them. I do the opposite. I blow the smoke towards myself because part of the receptors is nose, right? Is, is aroma. The majority, to be yes. honest with you, is. Yeah. You know, and a lot of cigar smokers, and it's not a, a hit at them, but a lot of cigar smokers really think that you understand a cigar mostly on your tongue palate. Obviously, that's very important. That sense is very important. But it's really the nasal palate. Dave, same thing as you mentioned last night. Somebody said they brought another cigar to watch the show. Just in case. <laughs> but they're going to stick with right. this one. <laughs> it's watching the people. You could see it in their pocket. I mean, so, you came to a cigar tasting with your own cigar yeah. just in case <laughs> just in case i do i do something different where i like to see how far away the alcohol vapors dissipate so mm. i typically start off close mm. and back it away oh i like that and then come back in to find the sweet spot because too far away and you're getting too much of the nuance mm -hmm. too close you're getting too much of the alcohol and i like to kind of play that uh, mm. a so little bit you're just zeroing in on that's the sweet it. spot that's it I'm another so thing look at my my ash this is, a, yeah. this is a long filled cigar not little pieces or anything like mm. that. This is a premium cigar, f tobacco from end to end. So you'll notice the ash, hold, even though it's a small ring-gate cigar, the ash holds on for a long period of time, too. It does. It does. All right, so let's go ahead. So we'll take a sip of the, the grappa itself. I get real earthy tones oh, yeah. with that, like big time. Basement. I'm, I'm not even kidding. Yeah, you like go a, into a you go into a basement that was uh, a house that was built in the 1700s and just lick the wall. <laughs> I did that twice in my life, and that's how I that's why I am how I am. So anyway, that's neither here nor there. But I usually don't agree with what he says, but sadly this time he's not wrong. It's a it, there's that there's that really peat moss, yeah. the, the the earthy tone. All right, now I lost where. Okay, so let's take a puff of the cigar. 
And again, the cigar has mellowed incredibly yep. from before. The woodiness. Now, this time, it's interesting. On the retro, I get more oak than I do hickory. That's a, I was exactly going to say oak. Yeah. Yep. Well, this is a love fest. Today. Shut up, Ed Sullivan. It is weird. Going back we, to hating you now. Did we prep for this the past few weeks of getting into these flavor notes? I mean, we're prepped up. For and this. then take another sip of the alcohol. A little bit of vanilla. There is a little bit of vanilla mm -hmm. to it. Yep. Now don't you two see that you're in love with each other? <laughs> it doesn't happen often. The the place on a walnut where the yeah now I'm out now I'm out <laughs> yeah I'm out <laughs> just hear me out on this all right go ahead Jonathan's where the expert. the skin of the walnut meets the the sweetness of the meat so you're bouncing back and forth between a, a touch of tannic and then a fatty sweetness is where I'm at on the alcohol after the puff hmm. you enjoy fatty sweetness <laughs> why does it have to go there I don't know I'm trying to play nice today I'm trying not to laugh <laughs> must, must be almost time for a break oh god alright we'll do that so our audience can uh, when are we supposed to incorporate cheese I'm we're going to do that next All right. do we have time to do one more step or do you want to go right, a go break ahead. And then go ahead. Go ahead. so the last thing that I always like to do is to smoke the alcohol and being uh, around Halloween this is a great conversation starter. Oh, we didn't so, do that last night no, we didn't, and yeah. I wanted to, but yeah. the problem with last night, the pores weren't very... Um, yes, a lot of people. Yeah, look at me. That was Oliver. I'm not saying anything. All right, so now to smoke the alcohol, we're going to take a nice big puff of the cigar and very gently let the smoke fall into the glass and cover it immediately. So go ahead and watch. Mm. Oh, yeah. He's done that before. A couple, yeah. two, couple, two, three times, as we say in Pennsylvania. And go ahead and, and kind of... Oh. <laughs> He's running out of hands. Sorry about that. <laughs> so go ahead and kind of swirl it a little bit, right? And you're going to see that the, the smoke changes a slight color, maybe a little bit of a caramel color, yeah. right? And go ahead and remove it very slowly. So now you have like a cauldron-like thing for, for mm. Halloween, which is pretty neat, right? And before all the smoke goes out of the glass, take a sip. We call this the monster mash. <laughs> now, the alcohol, I'll be honest with you, doesn't even taste like alcohol at that point. It tastes completely grape. Complete, you could really bring out the Chardonnay. Wow. I know. All right. I'm a convert. If we were Second doing, time today. If we're doing pairings like this, yes. I'm all for pairings. Awesome. It's legitimate, right? It's legitimate. legit. Too legit to quit. I was just going to say that. <laughs> All right. All right, MC Hammer, why don't you throw to a break? <laughs> All right, we're going to take a break. When we come back, uh, there are many varieties of Toscano. You'll be very surprised. Each different from one another. What are they? Which one would be best for you? We're going to talk about that and lots more. We're live in the Toscano Cigar Soundstage with Michael Capellini, brand ambassador of Toscano. And uh, you're listening to The Cigar Authority on the United Podcast Network. To some, tradition is a catchphrase. To us, it's a guiding light. For there can be no great future without reverence for the past. Hammer and Sickle Tradition Series cigars are handmade, employing only time-honored methods. Meticulously crafted of individually selected tobaccos, Tradition Series is a blend of three-year-aged Dominican Viso and Lijero, all finished inside a breathtaking five-year-aged Connecticut shade wrapper. Tradition Series from Hammer and Sickle. Live well. 
Romeo y Julieta Reserva Real Nicaragua, the Nicaraguan expression of America's beloved brand Reserva Real. Reserva Real Nicaragua is a Nicaraguan puro, meticulously blended by Rafael Nodal and made by AJ Fernandez. The Reserva Real Nicaragua will take Romeo lovers and Romeo novices alike on a journey through premium Nicaraguan tobaccos. Reserva Real Nicaragua. It'll steal your heart again. Surgeon General warning, tobacco smoke increases the risk of lung cancer and heart disease, even in non-smokers. It's an exquisite day here at the Jensen Estate patio overlooking the 13th green. And we're underway. Jim Jensen has chosen his favorite stick. The Diamond Crown Number 4 by J.C. Newman. See the way he holds the cigar, Tom? Mm. Excellent balance and heft. Ooh, he's eyeing the Silky Connecticut Shade Wrapper. Fermented twice for the smoothest, richest flavor. And hand-rolled by the Fuente family with a blend of six to seven distinct Dominican and Caribbean basin tobacco leaves. Each lovingly aged for at least five years. Oh, now Jensen's lighting up the Diamond Crown. He's got a precision burn, Tom. Mm, those highly complex flavors with hints of dark chocolate really deliver, Bill. Yes, like all cigars in J.C. Newman's premium diamond crown line. That'd be the highly rated Maximus and the Julius Caesar. Ah, now Jensen's settling in, rolling the rich smoke through his nose. Look at the satisfaction on his face, Bill. Oh, a thing of beauty, Tom. Experience the premium diamond crown brand by J.C. Newman at select retailers or diamond crown lounge near you. Find us on Facebook at J.C. Newman Cigar Co. or visit diamondcrown.com. I want to talk to you today about my friend Glenn Case from Christoph Cigars. I've known him for many years. Glenn is a very nice guy, one of the nicest guys in the industry. Always friendly, always happy. So when I heard his brand Christoph was pissed off, I was surprised. Christoph Cigars have always been known as smooth and rich, and the pissed off Christoph is just that. But there's something else happening here. A natural San Andreas wrapper, the binder, Indonesian, and the filler, Nicaraguan. And like Glenn Case, the cigar starts off sweet, but then it gets pissed off. And like Bruce Banner, you don't want to piss off Glenn Case about Christoph cigars. Or do you? Expect some spins and a nicotine kick. Strap yourself in for a ride. Pissed off Christoph is deceivingly strong. You've been warned. Sold in 10-count boxes, four sizes including Churchill, 6x60, Robusto, and Corona Gorda. The hottest new brand is the pissed-off Kristoff. Take it for a ride. Since 1964, Padron Cigars have had the same mission. With over 50 years spent to create a perfect cigar, and more than 100 years to create a perfect legacy, the Padron family understands the significance of time. Padron delivers only the finest handmade complex cigars with the flavor of the Cuban heritage, out of which the Padron recipe was born. The Padron mission is simple, exceptional quality of their cigars and not the quantity produced. As a vertically integrated family-owned company, personal attention to every detail is taken in all steps of the tobacco growing and cigar making process. Padron Cigars, they give you, the cigar smoker, the confidence that each cigar is the same. Perfect. 
Padrón Cigars, handcrafted since 1964. I want to tell you about my friend Hochi Blanco, a fourth-generation Dominican cigar maker known for growing tobacco and producing highly acclaimed cigars for other people. If some things stay the same, other things have to change. Finally, Hochi's factory, Tobacalera Palmer, has produced a cigar that not only belongs to the factory, but pays homage to the cigar rolling room known as La Galera. The La Galera Connecticut blend is special, using an Ecuadorian Connecticut wrapper surrounding a Dominican blend of Peloto Cubano, Criollo 98, and a varietal that Hochi named T112. With the exception of the wrapper, Hochi grows all of the La Galera tobaccos himself and carefully watches over every step. The flavor smooth, but still offering plenty of flavor in all sizes, paying homage to the people and tools used in the factory. Now for the amazing part. La Galera Connecticut has a suggested retail price ranging from $4.95 to $6 and has been awarded the Cigar of the Year by the Cigar Authority. La Galera Connecticut, creating their own version of the Connecticut cigar because they demand more. Bubbles, bubbles. I'm J.R. Dominguez. Thank you for listening to the Cigar Authority. And we are back. You might remember Baskin-Robbins ice cream boasting 31 flavors. Well, I think it's time for Toscano to start boasting. Welcome back, everybody, to the Cigar Authority. We're pairing with Sharon, comedian Tony V in the audience. So I shared my other half of the Toscano with Tony V. Because nice. I had it sitting here. I cut it, and he has it. And, uh, and he oh, says, it's fantastic. Fantastic. You made a new friend. Another friend. Because he hated you before that. He, yeah. <laughs> the other thing the chat room is noting is that it burns more slowly oh, than they expected it to. Absolutely. Yeah. So I, quite a while. I cut it in half, and I'll get an hour out of yeah. half of this. Yeah, absolutely. So think of the dollar ratio, the value of it. You get two hours for $11. It's pretty good. Really. That is a phenomenal thing to think there about. There we go. Start doing the math, right? <laughs> I'm going to. That Do is the a math. phenomenal thing to think yep. about. So uh, speaking of Tony V, and I'm going to alert you on it. I wasn't going to say anything because... Uh, but he's here. He's here, so I'm going to end up saying it. Uh, we announced it to the group that we had last night, and we're going to be announcing it to our, uh, our audience in the cigar store uh, probably on Monday. That's if there's any tickets left. But um, we're doing events up here usually once a month or so. So Two Guys Smoke Shop presents Joke and Smoke. The Comedy Cigar Dinner. It's going to be Thursday, November 19th, 6 p.m. to 9 p.m. It's an Italian dinner, two premium cigars, and four comedians. Four comedians, great comedians, by the way. We well, have all A-list uh, headliner comedians. A-list. And Tony's got one of his cohorts with him over there. You may not have seen Steve come in. Steve came in. He's Steve Bork. He's, he's another one. He, th this guy is a headliner. If there's a comedy show, he'd be the headliner, as Tony V would be. And the great news is he's a cigar smoker, so we said we're putting this thing together and, you know, pick cigar <coughs> smokers. As it turns out, is it a coincidence or what, that the headliner guys happen to be cigar smokers and the not-so-funny comedians are not? <laughs> Does that have anything to do with it? I don't know. I think in the industry, they refer to them as the losers. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so Tony V, Steve Bjork, uh, Joey Annetti. Uh, who is a new cigar smoker. He wasn't even a cigar smoker, but we turned him into a cigar smoker. And then smoker. suddenly, magically, he became funny. <laughs> <laughs> That's right. He got After funnier. all these years. He got funnier. 
and uh, Jim McHugh, another top guy. Um, so they're all going to be here, four headliners. So we're going to actually have a little competition with our audience that they're going to have a little card, and at the end of it, they choose which one they like the best, put it in a secret ballot thing. We're going to count them up, and somebody's going to win the Dueling Comedian Championship Award that night, a big championship Ooh. belt, and uh, one of them will leave with and the belt. And it's an be impressive the- belt. It is. And I've seen it. It is. It's awesome. So it's limited to only 50 people to attend. It's fifty nine ninety nine uh, to go. Dinner, two cigars, and a comedy show. Bargain if you ever saw it, along with the, the, the talent that's going to be here for us. So we're going to joke. We're going to smoke and have a good time. We've never done it before. This is the first... Uh, time ever doing it. We'll see how it goes, and maybe we can turn this into a, a regular thing, thing. Nice. at least an annual All thing. Right. Ed Sullivan will Laugh Track Larry make an appearance. Well, I don't know if Laugh Track Larry's going to come out. Maybe. You never know. You never know. So anyway, that's the information. Why would you ask Ed Sullivan that? I'm confused. I know He's Larry really tight well. with him. I know really? him well. Oh, yeah. Oh, I Buddies. wouldn't expect the two of you would even be in the same room together. No. So what do, you, what do you do? You listen to the show and you say, it's not too far for me to travel. I want to come up for it. Uh, call 603-898-2221. That's the store we're in right now. And say, I want to get on there and they'll take your credit card and you'll, you'll be locked in because the tickets are going to go. Monday, they'll be all gone. So, so you get four comedians, a couple of cigars. And dinner. And dinner. And dinner. All for the low price. $59.99. Oh, my God. It's unbelievable. <laughs> I'm in. So I'm going to say that number, phone number for you again, because I know you're running to get a pen. You're getting <laughs> off the treadmill right now, whatever you're doing. Pull over to the side of the road, whatever you got to do. If you want to like do I'm it. I am watching Jerry Lewis. <laughs> I, I definitely, I for one, I picture our audience listening to us on the treadmill all the time. Yeah, that's, <laughs> with the cigar in their mouth, too. Yeah, you know, you're taking the dog for a walk. What am I going to do? Pull off to the side. Here's the phone number again, 603-898-2221. Joke and smoke. It is Thursday, November 19th, 6 to 9 p.m. A few hours. We're going to have a great time. It's very dangerous to walk your dog and write down a phone number at the same time. You have to pull off to the side of the road. You do. Pull off, tie him to the thing or whatever you got to do. You don't want to let him go. <laughs> oh, God. Don't, don't forget don't, him. Yeah, don't call uh, Clark Griswold right. and drag him down. Like I would like to know what the audience is doing right now, of all the different people. <laughs> where are they going? If what only, are they if we driving were, to work? If what only we had a, a survey that we did once a year, well, we, that could be one of the questions. We can do that. We can Jim do Miller that. says he likes rollerblading on the treadmill. <laughs> <laughs> wow, really? Yeah. All right, uh, that well, that that's impressive. Yeah, I can't walk and chew gum at the same time. Usually, listening to our show, and the vast majority don't watch; they listen by far, and um, they're doing something else at the same time. So this is, you know, we're just hanging with you while you're doing whatever you're doing, right? Yeah. That's the idea of it. So, okay, let's get to the cheese. Aha! Uh-huh. You've been wanting to do this. Yes. So. Again, this is actually going to be just like last night when we paired the the grappa with the duecento. This is going to be uh, first time for me also. Ah. The Parmigiano Reggiano and the duecento. Obviously, I've paired cheese with other Toscano cigars, but let's go ahead and. I love this kind of cheese. Oh, you gave me the big piece. Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> just he on, had, a, on a whim, I on just whim. figured maybe you'd want the big yeah, one. Yeah, and you have yours. Yeah, and you have yours, right? He had analyzed the whole plateful. Which one am when I, I going to When he grabbed the big one, I was going to say, and you took the big piece <laughs> yourself, but he gave it to me. All right. So it's going to be a similar thing. I want to take a nice little puff of the cigar. Are we going to smoke the cheese? We could try. I've never done it before. We can try. Put it in the glass and smoke the cheese. 
Yeah. <laughs> I don't know how. We had espresso cheese yesterday at the Nashua store. Oh. It was uh, really good. It's from Santori. It was delicious. The, there was a, um, the what do you call it? The grind, the rind of it was all yeah. espresso. was phenomenal. Mm. Anyway, okay. So let's take a nice little puff of the cigar. A little bite of the cheese. Impossible to do with the microphone. Mm. Cheese is good. Everybody's favorite thing, mm. us chewing in the microphone. Yeah, it's fantastic. Yeah. Oh, they love Dave chewing. <laughs> and then another puff of the cigar. How about how the cigar is knocked down by cheese, too? Right. Knocked down dramatically. Isn't that phenomenal? And I think that the cheese, the the um, bitterness and the and the, the power of the Parmigiano-Reggiano was really brought out with mm. the smoke at first. This is good cheese. It is good it's cheese. It's very good. It's very good, you know? But again, this goes to... to the point, I, I actually am dumbfounded that I'm saying that Jonathan agreed with me, but realistically, you can have a lot of fun pairing Toscano with a lot of different things, not just alcohol. Anything that you have, you want to give it a shot. I guess that somebody was pairing it with cream soda. Yeah. That's an interesting pairing. Root beer, like I said before, uh, for our non-alcoholic drinkers, if you eat chocolate, chocolate's phenomenal to pair with any Toscano realistically because, again, the chocolate – Coming from the earth is definitely something that's going to so bring out the earth. Halloween candy? <clears throat> I don't or know. Do you want higher quality? Well, I, don't, I mean, listen, it's up to you. I don't yeah. know how Reese's cup would be with this, but, you know, it's my favorite it's candy. I'm going to give it a shot. Yeah. I am. I should have done that. I should have brought Halloween <laughs> candy with me. I only give 60% uh, Ghirardelli out for Halloween candy, so ah. piss the kids off. It's better yeah, than they broccoli, don't. but <laughs> they don't only like marginally. <laughs> Next time you come up, Michael, yes. we are going to have a pairing for you. Okay. Ooh. So we'll come up with a. a very weird, creative pairing for Toscano. It's never it. been done before, and we'll come up with something for you. That could be real interesting. Yeah. You mean the peanut butter and fluff? Is there anything you don't eat? I can't have nuts. Okay. I'm allergic to nuts. That's why. No fluff and nutter. No. Unless it's really pasteurized peanut butter. I could eat pasteurized, pasteurized well, peanut butter. No, we could go straight fluff. Be a, do you know what fluff is? Yeah, the okay. marshmallow stuff. Yeah, right? a lot of people across the country don't know what that is. And they're missing out. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I feel like that paired with our chocolate or Toscanello Chocolata would be really good. Mm. All right, we'll get something. Yeah, sounds good. And uh, for our audience, if you got some good ideas, throw it to us. <laughs> yeah, of, throw it to what, us. Of what would pair with it and send so, it uh, to us. Ginger ale, ale, people are saying, is a good pair. It is. It is. It definitely is because the ginger root itself, I, I I like to pair. I'll tell you what, the Toscano that we were not smoking today that pairs really well with ginger ginger ale would be the um, the Extra Vecchio. I've done it before. I love the extra vecchio with with ginger ale. So if you're at a near a specialista shop, even though there's only fifty in the country, if you're near a specialista shop, that's one of the skews. And two guys has to, happens to be one. Pick it up, try it with some mm. ginger ale. You'll love it. It's interesting. You wouldn't think of salt as a flavor component of a cigar, but it is definitely there. And with the saltiness of the cheese, that negates the salt flavor on the cigar. The cigar itself, yeah. And it brings out. More of just the smoke that's there. So yeah. whatever you're pairing it with takes that away from that cigar. Correct. And then when you do it the reverse, it adds to the cigar. Right. Right. Which is the interesting thing. And, uh, you know, one of you said it before. A lot of people, when they say, oh, I'm doing a cigar pairing, all they do is take a puff of the cigar and drink the alcohol, and that's their pairing. Fool around with it. Drink, smoke, drink. Smoke, drink, smoke. Do whatever the hell you want. Just yeah. learn the cigar because as simplistic as this stick looks, and this goes across the entire board for any brand, 
tobacco is complex in every possible way. It's a very, very complex plant. And to understand it, you need to taste it. That's the best way to understand tobacco. So how many different Toscanos are there? Oh, my God. Well, I mean, in Italy, there's over 40-some. I hope I'm not mis- yeah, misquoting. I, th- I think you're up there because as I was going through it, look, looking at it, I started thinking of Baskin Robbins, 31 flavors, and I said, this is bigger than Baskin yeah, Robbins. Yeah. There's so many different ones, and they're all different. They are. Again, and that goes to the point, even though they look similar, each blend in every Toscano is different. The only, <clears throat> excuse me, the only blend that's the same is throughout the Toscanello line, but we add the aromatic intensity to it. Yeah. So to your point, you were talking about the aromatic. Once the filler is fire cured, it's put in barrels and rotated, and we add in natural extract of whatever you're smoking to the filler. So as that barrel turns, the filler is absorbing that natural uh, aromatic intensity. That's why when you smoke a Toscanello, minus the macchiato, because there's a sweet tip to it, but... When you're smoking a Toscanello, you're getting fire cure, and the aroma and the retrohale is really a, a beautiful, beautiful, rich, whatever you're smoking, chocolate, vanilla, coffee, anise, grappa, uh, stuff like that. So you said it's a sweet tip. A lot of people say to me, what side am I supposed to smoke? It has two sides. Always the thinner side, because even even this cigar, even you guys might not be able to see it because it's far away, but you'll see the middle is thick. And it, it tapers down, it's truncated, and goes always, there's always a little bit of a thin side to it. So the Toscanello, you're always going to want to smoke with the thin, thin side. And that's where they sweep And that's the where the tip, that. that's where the, the sugar, the natural okay. sugar. So if you didn't want the sugar, you could smoke it backwards. Or you could just smoke the Aroma Cafe. Hmm. Without the sweet tip. Makes a good point. Sweet tip. There we go. <laughs> yeah. they, they have an answer for everything. Yeah. That's what we I love try about anyway. You know. Do you have an answer for this? It's time for the matchup of the week. Brought to you by VS. VS means versus, but it stands for Victor Sinclair. Victor Sinclair cigars, who would win this hypothetical battle? So you're traveling across the whole U.S., right? Yeah. If each U.S. state declared war against each other, what state would win? <coughs> and who would lose first? I'm afraid to say Who would anything. go down first? Well, yeah, you're going to piss somebody we, off? Or? We answered this before. We know the answer. <clears throat> we do know the answer. Yes, we do. I mean, being from Pennsylvania, the Commonwealth of Pennsylvania, obviously, we have some power behind us. So I'm going to say Pennsylvania. Yeah, would win. I think so. And it's, who would go out first? It, oh, God. This isn't my actual opinion. I'm just <laughs> playing along with the game for those of you. Yeah. Okay. Um, the answer is California. I don't know. I don't. Just because there's so many people and it's so big, I, I would have to say Rhode Island. No. No, a lot of shit. They're tough in Rhode Island. Yeah, Utah? there's a lot of people in Rhode Island in witness protection. I'm thinking so you, Delaware. Yeah. Delaware. Oh, Delaware might be. Yeah. Delaware might be. They're going nowhere. Wow. They but. go to sales for Toscano and Delaware. But <laughs> uh, listen, I'm not agreeing. I didn't agree or deny. I'm just throwing that out there. I don't agree with anything that's me. This is not my reflection. I'm just throwing that out there. <clears throat> no, Texas wins. Texas is a. Yeah, Texas is a. Yeah. The Lone Star State, man. Yeah. That's I how that te- works. Texas goes. I think it was uh, in the 1800s, Texas let the U.S. join it. Is, <laughs> is that what, is that what yeah. happened? Mm. Interesting. There we go. Is there anything to announce of Toscano coming in the future? I know the big thing now is Duocento, and that's, and that's a thing, but you know. <clears throat> is there plans for other things? Well, there's a lot of really great things coming down the pipeline, none of which, just like the last show, I'll, I'll divulge All right. necessarily. But just... 
needs three more glasses why do you of grappa. Be, why are you going to be a jerk about it? <laughs> <laughs> you know you're coming on the show. You know we're going to ask you the question. Give us a little bit of juice. I don't know what to tell you. I mean, I, I'm, I'm sworn to secrecy, and you don't want to break that secrecy with our company. No, kidding aside, though. They're <laughs> really the Italians. you got to cut your hand. And <laughs> yes. gotta, there's all kinds of things that go on. There. Again, not my opinion. There we go. He's Italian, too. He could say I it. know he is. And you know, this month is Italian American Heritage Month. Did you know that? Yeah, it's Italian American. All right, Boston. good, perfect. We we here, and it's Columbus Day weekend, and uh, it didn't my sound dad. Like, like tomorrow's my dad's ninety fifth birthday. <laughs> yeah, Columbus it Day. Didn't yeah. sound like you knew it all. No, I didn't. No, he just, <laughs> just found out today. He was this out. many years old when he found that out. Uh, <laughs> yeah, that's funny. Yeah, no, but it's uh, again. I think the biggest thing to take away is you know. Give us a shot. Don't be afraid of us. Absolutely. That's that's the only thing that I get. Not aggravated because, again, those are my favorite people. But and, you're missing out on something. Yeah. And to most people, every one of the Toscanos, 40 different kinds of them are brand new to you, even though they're 200 years old. It really wasn't, you know, people say, oh, I used to smoke these in the U.S. No, you didn't. You no. probably had mm-hmm. a different brand that tried to become this. Correct. So that's what they tried to do is Correct. the, the – um, Italians immigrated into this country, so people tried to create the cigar yeah. that they had over mm-hmm. there. This is the original. This is this is the baby that, that's out there, and there's a reason why they sell how many millions? Uh, in 2019, 216 million. 216 <laughs> million. To yeah. put that in perspective, 300 million premium cigars are sold in the U.S. a year. They sell 216 million just Toscano alone. Toscano. Yeah. So you go over there, you say. You want a cigar, you say, I want a Toscano. You don't even say cigar. Actually, the tobacconists will get aggravated if you say, I want a Toscano. They'll say, what what Toscano? Yeah, yeah. Because when you walk into the tobacco shop, and again, the tobacco shops in Italy are small little corners. It's not like what we have here where you sit down in a lounge and stuff. Uh, You walk in, the whole back wall is usually Toscano. Every type of Toscano you can think of is there. All right, so let's sell a thousand packs of this right now. Everybody that's listening, that's smoking this, go to your favorite tobacconist, grab a, bit, a little five pack of Toscano, and throw them in your glove compartment. Absolutely, you will thank me. I promise you, you'll thank me because it's going to happen. That you're going to wish you had something, and it's there. And and again, it's going to grow from let me try it to I'm going to put this in my rotation. Mm-hmm. There's five stages to Toscano, Ed, and you hit two of them. The first is I would I would never smoke that. The second is it's not bad. Third is it's actually interesting. The fourth is holy shit, it's good. And the fifth is where can I buy them? Right. Mm. So and you can buy them in a very large uh, amount of stores across the country due to Miami Cigar Company. The reps there, the territory managers are phenomenal. Uh, the team, the management team there is great. Our team in, in Toscano, in Italy, and here in the United States, Belinda Doyle, my partner in crime here in the U.S., we thank everybody for the continued support, and we especially thank you guys up here at Two you, Guys. Who are, have are I ever met her? I don't know. I don't, I don't remember. If I, I think you did last night. Oh, I think okay. you did last night. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, every time is the first time. Yeah, yeah, that's, um, it happens. Feels you like know the who, first time. You know who these would be perfect for? Comedians, cigar smoking comedians. All of a sudden, they find themselves at a show over near the dumpster, and they think I didn't bring a cigar. Because if you're ever looking for a good comedian. Look you by the dumpster. Go by the dumpster in a, in a comedy show. It sounds like it's bad, but it's true. The best comedians usually hang out by the dumpster. I want to yeah. clarify that you can't find Toscano near a dumpster. No. Just throwing that the out. The comedians. There. Yes. Yeah. No, it's uh, – but but to, to, to Ed's point, though, for somebody who is in the entertainment business and isn't consistently puffing on a cigar, these are a great cigar to have. 
Because if it goes out, it's not going to change the flavor of the cigar. You just relight it, and you relight it, and you relight it. I got a story that speaks to that. So I would uh, go for a five-minute walk to play tennis in the Mm. compound. Oh, yeah, yeah. So I had my Toscano. I lit it, did the five-minute walk, played tennis, lit it, did the five-minute walk, set it on the banister. Five days later, after the sun beat (laughs) down on it, it got rained on a couple of times, and the top of it was bleached out. Half of the cigar was bleached out. I picked it up and just said... Capolini said the flavor's not going to change on this, and I was hoping to be able to break your balls. Really? I lit it. The flavor had not changed one iota. Love it. <laughs> Love it. So there you go. I'm not totally full of it. Just a no, little bit. No, you're not at every all. Every once in a while. Yeah. They take a lick it and t- keep on ticking. The Tassano cigars. I love Final thoughts here on Duocento. I can't wait to have my uh, little 20-minute feast later on. You haven't given that away yet. I'm not giving it away. I gave mine no. away. Yeah, that one's mine. Yeah. Hey, okay. the cigar looks like, you know... Only the face that a mother could love. Yeah. <laughs> You're but a mother. It, it's good. It's once you get past the appearance, you know, I smoke them all the time. My wife smokes them yes, all she the does. time. Heidi was lighting up yeah. the Duecento. Yeah, she got mm-hmm. a little nicotine sickness at the end of the oh, night. Oh, boy. But, okay. Yeah, um, they are she, high in nicotine. Yeah, she's a Toscano fan. Yeah, yeah it wasn't well, the grappa. It was the it was nicotine. I said it was the grappa. I was like, yeah. oh, you don't know what you're talking about. Now, Unfortunately, I'm going to have to smoke a different cigar in the second hour. Yeah. So just purge this, set it down, set it down, cut, cut the, it right after where you where you smoked it, and it'll be exactly be the, the same. Best and cigar don't do that to regular cigars because it doesn't work. No. It only works for Toscano. This is the only one. So yeah. you you're not you're not cutting other cigars. You don't get a Churchill and turn it into two robustos. You you ruined. The, the cigar, but not on the cigar. And I can already see the gears turning in Tony V's head, right? He can go start one of these, put it down, go do a show, come back. Yeah. He's ready to go. The best is when you forget about the cigar like Jonathan did, and you're like you're in your garage or you're in your car, and you forget it's there, and you go back, and you're like, oh, yes, I still have this. So you light it up, and you finish the cigar. I do yeah. it all the time. Yeah. Jim Miller says it's great with Verner's. Verners. Root beer. Oh, root beer. Sure. Yeah, I tell you, I, I said that at the beginning. I had the root beer yep, yesterday, and yep. it was a fantastic pairing. So, All right, so w- where's the next place you're going to appear for people to hear and go to it? Well, be- I'll be, again, follow me on my Instagram, Toscano okay. uh, Cigar Ambassador, but I also, uh, I'll be in the Scranton area because that's where I'm. That's where I live. Uh, October twenty second, we're having a real nice dinner uh, at a at a winery, um, and we'll see what else is coming down the pipeline. A lot of virtual events too, uh, with with shops. But just keep your eye out. There's a lot of really interesting stuff coming down the pipeline too. A couple announcements from us. One of them being that Toscano Antico won that award from Cigar That's Cigar right. Trophy. That's right. That was big. So we'll we'll be doing a lot of press on that too. But All right, Michael Capellini, thank you so much for coming with us. Always gonna, a pleasure. We're gonna take a break. When we come back, we got letters in the mailbag and update on a special The Cigar Authority podcast and a intense cigar from a manufacturer who's really not about intense cigars. So we're going to light that one up. We're live in a Toscano Cigar Soundstage and you're listening to The Cigar Authority on the United Podcast Network. Are you a member of the Cigar Authority Care Package? Well, if not, the time, my friend, is now. For just $24.99, you'll get four premium cigars delivered to your door each month. And we'll smoke each one of those cigars on the Cigar Authority podcast with you. I don't know if that's really a benefit. Sure it is. We will judge the construction, flavors, and review the cigars, and you can see how right or wrong we really are. You might be surprised. Four premium cigars delivered to you for $24.99, and you can quit any time, but you won't. The value is incredible. Want to take the Cigar Authority Care Package to the next level? 
Sign up or upgrade to the Cigar Authority Care Package Prime. For just $5 more, you get an extra cigar and usually something special. That's five cigars each month, all different. Find the Cigar Authority Care Package on thecigarauthority.com and sign up today. The Cigar Authority Care Package. Aging Room 4 Nicaragua Maestro. Named Cigar Aficionado's number one cigar of the year with a 96 rating, is a complex Nicaraguan puro carefully blended by Rafael Nodal and made by A.J. Fernandez. As Cigar Aficionado described it, every puff is an overture of flavors that's at times heavy and rich with notes of dark chocolate and wood, and other times subtle and understated with hints of fine caramel and toasted almonds. Treat yourself to an aging Room 4 Nicaragua today. Certain general warning cigars are not a safe alternative to cigarettes. You've heard us talking before about the best cigar magazine in the world, Cigar Journal. You want to know what makes Cigar Journal the best cigar magazine? Cigar Journal covers every angle of the cigar world, from exclusive stories and features, insightful interviews with industry power players, detailed cigar reviews, and of course, all the latest news and reports surrounding premium cigars. We're telling you, you will be impressed. Cigar Journal has stunning images, explanations of Cigar Science Basics, this is the magazine for any cigar enthusiast, or better yet, passionado. Cigar Journal covers cigars in the U.S. and around the world and is printed right here in the USA. You owe it to yourself to discover the world's best cigar magazine, Cigar Journal. Available at your local cigar retailer and on the web at their new website, CigarJournal.com. That's Cigar Journal. Let me tell you a little bit about the Rocky Patel 15th Anniversary Cigar, or what they call the Three-Peat. Crafted in Rocky's boutique Nicaraguan factory, the 15th Anniversary was released in 2010 to commemorate Rocky Patel's 15th year in the cigar industry, and it impressed right out of the gate. The Robusto and the Torpedo both scored 93 points in Cigar Aficionado, while the Toro and Corona Gorda both notched 92 points. The Rocky Patel 15th Anniversary is a robust cigar with notes of toasted spice, roasted coffee, and almonds. Rocky Patel himself has referred to his 15th Anniversary as the Decade on Steroids. The 15th anniversary has also been named to Cigar Aficionado's Top 25 Cigars of the Year list on three separate occasions. Rocky's only brand to accomplish the three-peat. Rocky Patel's 15th anniversary. Rocky Patel's 15th anniversary. Rocky Patel's 15th anniversary. The La Galera Habano uses a classic wrapper on a staple cigar for a classy company. Hi there, this is David Garofalo of the Cigar Authority, and I want, no, no, I need to tell you about La Galera Habano. The La Galera Habano is an authentic cigar elaborated with the hands of the best cigar rollers of Tabacalera Palma in the Dominican Republic. Blended around an outstanding, flavorful Ecuadorian Habano wrapper, the Dominican-grown Corojo binder, and the filler made up of Peloto Cubano, Criollo 98, and Peloto Oro, creating a medium to full-bodied, 
attractively consistent and aromatic smoke that envies no other. I love this cigar. Have you tried La Galera Habano yet? Well, what are you waiting for? Available at Better Cigar Shops worldwide is La Galera Habano. The wait is over. La Galera Habano. Justo and his father, Julio Eiroa, are continuing the tradition of growing authentic Corojo and now bring you Aladino. Aladino is a true old-fashioned cigar, pure authentic Corojo grown in the Eiroa tobacco farms in Honduras from the original Cuban seed of Corojo. An Aladino cigar represents the golden era of cigars in Cuba, and after one light, this old-school smoke will bring you back. Aladino cigars come from JRE Tobacco, a family-centered company who manage all aspects of cigar growing and manufacturing. This crop-to-shop operation is fully committed to providing you with quality and satisfaction. The premier Corojo grower in the entire cigar industry is Julio Eiroa, a tobacco grower and master cigar blender who personally guarantees that Aladino will provide you the opportunity to enjoy the true authentic Corojo taste. Take this journey and be part of history in a cigar smoking experience like no other. Aladino. Hi, this is Nestor Miranda from Miami Cigar and you are listening to the Cigar Authority. And we're back with hour number two. It's Columbus Day weekend and we're back and uh, we got cheese grop. I'm all warm. I'm warm inside. Warm and fuzzy. Yeah, I just took the last shot of the grappa. Dave, I misspoke. Werner's is a ginger ale, apparently, mostly in Michigan. Ah, okay. I don't know that. No. Is it a golden ginger ale or is it just regular well, ginger ale? No, there's no pee in it. It's <laughs> <laughs> regular. Uh-huh. I like the golden ginger ale. I don't know what, what separates that and makes it golden, but for whatever reason, I like golden ginger ale, which is what we have here at Two Guys. We have our own root beer, our own ginger ale. And it's golden. Golden ginger ale. Yeah. I think yeah. we know what he likes about it. I just won't say it again because he missed it. Well, you know he likes gold coins. Oh, Jesus. Yes, he does. Yes, I do. He's big on coins. All right. So yep. uh, we have a very different cigar from the rustic look to a very elegant, expensive look because it's an expensive cigar. We're going to light it up. Barry, what is it? Today's second cigar is the Davidoff Robusto Intenso, and it's manufactured by Davidoff in the Dominican Republic. The size that we're lighting up is a 5 and 5 eighths by 52 Robusto, and it features an Ecuadorian Habano 702 wrapper, San Vicente binder aged for four years, and four different Dominican fillers aged in range from four years to seven years. A single cigar will set you back $32. A box of 10 is $319.99. And if you're too far away from a brick-and-mortar retailer that carries it, Try twoguyscigars.com. That's the number two, guyscigars.com. $32 for I, a Robusto. This might be too fancy for me. It might be. I'll smoke You've it. You've had it before. Yeah. I had it once, too, just to try to see what it was. Uh, see it in the foot of my cigar. See the big swirl yeah. that's in there? So intenso, meaning intense, strong. Not what you expect from Davidoff, a very strong cigar. But you can see all the Lajero that's in there, the higher primings, dark tobacco that's in the center of the cigar. So we'll see how it goes. It's time to cut our cigar. The official cutting brought to you by... Perdomo Cigars, Perdomo the brand, while all other brands were raising prices, Perdomo 
cut out the federal S-chip tax and actually lowered them. Perdomo cigars, they stand for quality, tradition, and excellence. Excellence. Hmm. So, and you said all Dominican tobacco. All Dominican, uh, except for the wrapper. The wrapper yeah. was uh, Ecuadorian Habano 702. Yeah. And you mentioned the Lajero. Uh, it's actually uh, San Vicente Lajero, and it's been aged for six years. Awful okay. light for a 702 wrapper. I, I, I remember these being darker. Cold draw is on the earthy notes. For sure. The mushroom minerals must. San Vicente. It's that quintessential Davidoff taste. Mm -hmm. San Vicente. Yep. That's San Vicente taste. So they have it as a binder, four-year-old binder, but they also have it as a filler note also. So there's a lot of that right off the bat. A little bit of a salt component as well. I get the saltiness. Is that still she the cheese? Could be. San Vicente <laughs> is an interesting tobacco. You either like it or you don't like it. Correct. That's what I find most people say. So if you don't like it, maybe not for you. But if you like it, this it's prevalent, very prevalent in this cold, as a cold draw. We're going to crush the lighting of our cigar today with the Vertigo Crusher. The Vertigo Crusher has three jets, the patented Vertigo big-ass tank, easy adjustment wheel at the bottom, and a flip-out bullet punch, all for the low price of $29.99. That's the Vertigo Crusher. All right. Are there any superheroes named Crusher, or is that just wrestlers? Wrestlers. Yeah, a lot crusher. of wrestlers. You know, you posted a picture on your uh, Facebook timeline the other day with, uh, what's his name, from Goodfellas. Yeah. And uh, you said that you wish you had brought your shine box with you to get signed. Yeah. But shine would have been a great name for a brand, because you could have told all your customers, go get your shine box. Yeah, we got a box of shine, right? Uh You have a shoe shine box when you were a kid? Do shoe shine? My dad had a shoe shine kit in a shoe box. You know, he had the little kiwi polish and the yep. brush and all that I stuff. I had it all. Yep. I had it. I used to do it. I'd do anything to make a buck. As a kid, if I wanted something, you go out and get it. Shine shoes. I never shine shoes polish. for money. Nowadays, the spit polish probably wouldn't be gold. I want to know how at 51 years I remembered kiwi polish off the top of my head yeah. like that. Yeah. It's weird how certain memories are branded, right? Yep. Of of how that looked and everything, yeah. So now that we lit it, grab your tasting wheels. Picking up some spice notes. There's still that um there's a moss mineral. There's a faint hint of cinnamon. I'm still in there. Especially on the I nose. Don't. Not the retro hair. Yeah, it's starting to come a little bit. But on the nose. Yeah. Yeah, a little bit of spice mixed with the earth. You're going to see it change as, as, as it evolves in here. Um, so intense to Davidoff is different intense than it is for everything else, right? right? Because Davidoff, for the most part, is, is milder. But for a Davidoff, it is way more intense. Mm -hmm. Definitely fuller flavored. Yeah. This is one cigar I'm not comfortable retrohaling. The intensity is really noticeable on the retrohale and... I stay away from it as much as possible. I'll still do it because I want the full experience, yeah. but it's tough on this cigar. A little chocolate. On the retro? No. <laughs> I just did it just to see, but it's uh, I'm getting heavy earth components right now. A little bit of cinnamon sting, a little bit. A little salty cinnamon chocolate. We'll see as it goes. Um, 
Barry, how are we doing on the La Flor Dominicana gourmet smoke session? We have some left. Uh, okay. John, John Carney sent us half the shipment. Oh, that's why. And, th- and then he sent the second half, which is currently en route. So if you've ordered it and you haven't gotten yours, do take note that yours is shipping and you will have it in time. So are people allowed to order it even though yep, we don't yep, have it? Yep, uh, Carney guaranteed it and... We took him for his word, All right. and it looks like he's going to follow through on it. All right, so, uh, so, let me- so continue to order them. We'll fill them at, when they come in, which is probably three to five days at most. All right, so what this is is you're going to order the bull pack, and you do that by going on the CigarAuthority.com. On the right-hand side, you're going to see it. You click it, and for $99, you're going to get five La Flor Dominicana Andalusian Bulls, highly sought-after cigar. Cigar aficionado says Cigar of the Year. You get the Andalusian Bull Ashtray, and you're going to get a link to the all-access broadcast and rebroadcast on demand of the episode of the Cigar Authority. This is a special Thursday night, October 29th, live at 7 p.m. show, where we'll have John Connie. It's the La Flor Dominicana Gourmet Smoke Session. With us will also be Lito Gomez, the owner, blender, and creator of La Flor Dominicana Cigars, and they're going to actually cook foods and... Uh, show you how they're, they're cooking it and actually t- give you a code to get in and, and buy the exact same materials mm. as a package, the salts and the different things that end up doing it. So if you're into cooking and stuff too, uh, it's something to uh, to catch and see how, the, how he does it um, because he has his own show, um, Hacking, Hacking Gourmet. Gourmet. Yeah, Hacking Gourmet podcast and his meat purveyor is meat and bones and they send it all to you ice packed and everything so you're, you're able to do it if you want to um the cigars alone you get your money's worth the ashtray plus the link into it uh as i say just go on to the cigarauthority.com click the link 99 dollars get you it and we will go live for the first time ever on a thursday night october 29th at 7 p.m um they're saying the show is going to last an hour or so it's not going to be all that long uh, so we won't bore you during it and stuff. I think we're going to have fun. So we're going to do it live right from here. We have a full audience already set. Um, the first 50 local people that bought into it uh, are going to be here live. That's already sold out. And the other uh, 200 people are going to be buying uh, online to, to get into that. So uh, that being said, don't be afraid to place the order and say, hey, it didn't ship yesterday. That's because we didn't get all the cigars yet. This is a highly sought-after cigar, so it's hard to uh, – I would have liked to have them in my hand to make sure, but I'm trusting Mr. Jonathan Carney is going to deliver – and if not, there'll be a lot of shelf space available at you guys smoke shop. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, he will deliver. He will deliver. So I look forward to it anyway. It should be fun. Uh, October 29th, Thursday night. So uh, look for that. That being said, let's take a peek into the asylum from our friends at Asylum Cigars. It's time for news from the insane asylum. Odd and sometimes historic news stories that are too insane to be true. Or are they? Brought to you by Asylum Cigars. Take no prisoners. Asylum Cigars are truly flavorful, medium-bodied Nicaraguan cigars with sizes ranging from 4 inches by 44 to the absolutely insane 8 inch by 80. Asylum Cigars. <laughs> I'm upset Tony V left. I think I would have gotten a laugh out of it. Really? That. In Soviet Russia, sex fucks you. This one turned out to be a hard pill to swallow as a man while on vacation died from an overdose of Viagra. 
Local officials listed the cause of the death for the unlucky unlucky. Uh, local officials listed the cause of death for the unlucky stiff as consistent hardness. Allegedly, his wife took it really hard, and that's not only insane; it's asylum. Yeah, maybe his heart blew up or something. There's all kinds of warnings on that stuff, right? Yeah. Okay. <laughs> you proud of that? I'm proud of it. His yeah. wife took it really hard. I yeah. think that's gold, Jerry. And stiff. And stiff. Yeah. yeah. I see where you went with that. I don't approve, but uh, speaking of improve, um, can the Cigar Authority improve? That's what we're going to talk about next week, and we're bringing on Jim Collison. He is uh, a podcaster. He is a coach. Ask the podcast coach. Yeah. Is one of the, one of his many podcasts that he does, but he coaches people into improving their podcasts that they already do. He is not only coming on the show; he's coming on live, and uh, basically, this will make make a lot of people happy. He's coming here to rip us apart yeah. and tell us everything we're doing wrong, and try to improve the show. So I'm look looking forward f- to it. I'm looking forward to it. I, I want to improve this, yeah. uh, if possible, after 11 years. Uh, and I don't want to hear Jim. Uh, Maybe after he improves us, we, we'll we be able to stop calling it a mess. Maybe he'll clean up the mess. Right. right. Clean up the mess. That's we, part of our charm, though. That's what you say. That's what mm. you say. The, I don't but, like it. I like to get better. Yeah, you want a show you could well, be proud of? Yeah. And what's what's wrong with it? Maybe something we don't look. It's hard sometimes from inside, mm-hmm. you know, looking out as opposed to somebody outside looking in. What's going wrong with it? You know, is it flowing well? Is it too long? Is it too short? It's probably too long. Uh, I got an I idea guess, of yeah. what what I think is wrong. Might say, yeah, yeah. Some things we can't fix. Some things we can. But uh, Jim Collison, who is a listener of the show, and yep. if he if he suggests that we should add a safe word to be able to stop Dave from his coin stories, we already have one. He ignores it. Yeah. yeah. So bananas. <laughs> if you ever hear him say, so who it, says he's the expert? Is he a self? Has he said, I'm the expert? What makes him the expert? Well, you tell me, Ed. Well, he's on Ask the Podcast Coach. So we're asking the podcast coach. I mean, what makes That's what he does for a living. The Cigar Authority, we said we were. Yeah, but there's a whole bunch of different coaches. I mean, is he a coach for a team that goes 50 and Why are you trying to piss the guy off before he comes on the show? Or is he a coach that wins championships? So he goes after us all the more, and and he he may be the... the, um, what do they call it? The loose, the the um, weakest link. Yeah, the yeah. low hanging fruit. Yeah. Well, if he says get rid of somebody, do you do it? Yeah. Or, yeah. He's the coach. <laughs> After Barry said that, <laughs> I'm flipping fifty bucks to say to get rid of Jonathan. Yeah. Right. <laughs> um, and then uh, the following week, Tony V left, but in two weeks. We got He'll Tony be V. Back. He's going to be back. Um, he was going to come back so that we can announce. The comedy show, but we'll have the comedy show all sold by then, so he can just relax and have fun and and do whatever he's going to do. But um, he's going to be unhappy with that show of what was smoking. Actually, one wow. of the cigars was smoking in there. But, but you get a good one for the other one. Yeah, we'll get a good one for the other for the second one. Yeah. But, um, but that's part of the thing too. So you're part of the Cigar Authority care package, and you got the Toscano, and you are unhappy. Maybe you're happy now. Right. You don't know. So the same thing's going to end up happening one other time, well, which is going to be. And other- I think you know, as we're going through the flavor wheel and flavors, you don't just pick all the best ones. Right? I just looked you ahead wanna- and saw the cigar. Yeah, he's not going to be happy. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. <laughs> I'm like, how bad can? Ooh, ooh. ooh. Uh, yeah, I think when they were packing up, I, I might have said, what the F was Dave thinking picking this cigar? There we go. So it's going to be something. It's, huh. it's going to be good. Uh, 
I think. Maybe Jim Carlson will tell me differently. Um, November 7th, we're going to do cigar trivia. And we're going to have prizes. Wow. And the whole show is going to be uh, cigar trivia. Some things to do with cigar authority. Some mm-hmm. things just on cigars. And, uh, and I think, think no, of, the November care package is the debut of the new insert in the care yes, package. So look for that. Don't just grab Hint. the cigars and throw out the box. Pay attention. Pay attention. Yeah, we're trying to improve, right? That's the mm-hmm. idea of it. Okay, let's get to a mailbag. The following message was submitted through the Contact Us page of thecigarauthority.com, and the subject line is a correction for Mr. Jonathan. Good. Mm. I like it already. <clears throat> hey, guys. I'm a longtime fan of the show and a happy member of the Cigar Package Prime. I really like the fact that you will include additional cigars in with my care package with no additional shipping. That is awesome for customer service. I was up there last summer for a visit and got to meet you guys in person. Had a chance to sit in on two episodes of that little cigar show. While there, I did the trifecta and visited all three stores. Who is this? Michael Weinstein. This is Michael. Okay. David, how do you know that? <laughs> <laughs> I could speak to him on the phone at least once a week. All right. I could tell his verbiage. Fair enough. Uh, Dave told me that if someone does that, they get a special hat as a gift. I was real excited imagining I gotta make that I hats. could get you all to sign it for me make it and note. it would become a cherished possession hats. that I displayed proudly in my home. Then Dave told me that they haven't had hats in quite a while and he didn't know when they would get them in. Alas, I did not get a hat, but I did have a great time meeting you all. Now on to the main reason for this message. Shitting on Mr. Jonathan. Mr. J, there is no such word as schmuckus. I believe the word you're looking for in Yiddish is schmutz, meaning dirt, as in when you spill something at dinner and your mother says, clean your schmutz off the table. There is also schmutzik, or a little dirt, as in, why would you have a longer word meaning a little dirt? (laughs) As in when you're having lunch, if Ed, uh, get the drop ready, uh, peanut butter and jelly on raisin toast with a nice buttered Pop-Tart for dessert. Why do I have to be Ron Burgundy and read it off the teleprompter? Uh, so, anyways, thanks for that's it for now. Thanks for all you do for the cigar community, Mike from Joyzy. And I'll, I'll say this, Mike: Schmuckus is a word that I created, much like I, cigar I don't think celebrity. So. Because I, I've heard it my whole life. Yeah, Yiddish is a made-up language. It was a language that, that if history, if I'm correct that the Jewish population created, so it was a combination, so uh, the Germans wouldn't understand what they were talking about. So it's a made-up language. So he just made up another word in the language. Uh, I've been hearing that word. And Mike, feel I've free said to that word me before. on Monday. You, you understood what schmuckus was. You know yeah. it from way back, right? I don't know if I know it specifically. It's pretty self-evident. I've been saying it for a long time, and I've never heard anyone else say the word before. You think you made it up? I think I made it up. No, no. The okay. schmuckus on the table. <laughs> no? I think it's schmutz that you're thinking of, but I, I say schmuckus. It's my word. Yeah, there's a little henway over here. <laughs> Did you know that one? Yeah. How much does a henway? Yeah. <laughs> All right. All right. Uh, give me one more. Following message was also submitted through the contact us page of the cigarauthority.com. And right away, the subject line doesn't seem correct, but regarding episode 333. Good day, gents. I'm writing you today in regards to episode 33 of the Cigar Authority. 30? Three, sorry, 333 okay, of the Cigar Authority. Be a few years ago. Specifically, the matchup of the week segment between an alligator and a crocodile. Firstly, 
Crocodile, oh, hands was, down. Oh, that was like 5.33 or something. Yeah, it was last week. So yeah. he mistyped it. It's okay. It All right. Can't win because of the typo. Everyone calm down. Yeah, just relax. Okay. Uh, automatically disqualified. He said 33 first, then he said 3.33. <laughs> Second, imagine my absolute disgust when Dave referred to the crocodile hunter Steve Irwin as that guy. That guy? Who the hell do you think you are, David Garofalo? He's dead. He's dead to me. As an (laughs) Australian, I'm deeply offended by your heinous disregard from one of my country's national treasures. Steve Irwin will forever be regarded as a fair dinkum top bloke in this country. And to hear him referred to as that guy made me mad as a cut snake. Now, for those of you following along here. dinkum? Fair dinkum in Australia is saying that someone's a stand-up guy. Well, he called him bloat. And I would think that was negative. A fair dinkum top Bloke. Yeah. bloke. A bloke, bloke sounds like somebody who's bloated, somebody that's fat. Fat. Yeah. No. It's no, got a K. Bloke. Fair dinkum top bloke. He's a, he's a, a good guy of the top variety. So why don't you say that? Because he said, <laughs> he did say it. Yeah. <laughs> now, I, I don't expect you Yanks to know all the intricate ins and outs of how he died, but to assume he was Yanks. killed by I don't a crocodile like that <laughs> sounds negative. It's so bloody wrong. Bloody. That's another thing. Yeah. All the crocs. It was bloody. His death. Dead. All the crocs in Australia had an understanding. You don't fuck with Steve Irwin. Also, please stop talking about how cheap you guys can buy cigars for. It makes me sad when you complain about an $8 cigar that cost me $40 down here. <laughs> Keep up the great work, fellas. Hooroo. Bloody move. <laughs> so, uh, foul on the email. Like, first of all, he needs to shut up and throw some shrimp on the barbie, but that's beside Here the point. Go. He lives in Australia. He's not eligible to win. Yeah. Huh. It's U.S. only. Oh, boy. Yeah. Whether he can win or not, it was a great email. And he said, fair dinkum. How could I not read it? Huh. It's not going to win in my book. I think you got two losers here. I'm looking forward to number three after the break. But right now, it's time for the Don Raphael offer of the day. Brought to you by Don Raphael Cigars. Everyone has a price. Would you do this? And if so, how much? And you know it was Marlon Brando smoking the Toscano also. We didn't bring that up. Marlon Brando, the hmm. Godfather. I didn't know kinda, what you were referring this is to. kind of like it. $50 a minute. That's what I'll pay. $50 a minute. Good, good pay. Crash a wedding, yourself only. Sit, eat, drink, talk to the bride and groom and their parents. Stay there until someone throws you out and keep whatever you earned. And... Are you paying a bonus if you dance with the bride? You have to. Is there a bigger oh, bonus than Jonathan if he dances with the groom? Huh? Is there a bigger bonus wow. for Jonathan if he dances with the groom? I've done this <laughs> as a wedding disc jockey. As you know, I like to show up early. You're a disc jockey, but you crash somebody else's wedding? Yeah. Really? I set up in the big room. They're having a small wedding in the other room. I go introduce myself to the DJ, jump but on the dance floor. But you said who you were. you got to act Only like- to the DJ. Okay. And just jump in and start partying until uh, it's time for me to be going on with my wedding. Really? I thought what? that was a thing DJs did. No, they don't. It's going to be an expensive proposition for you, buddy. Hmm. You would do it. Hell yeah. Ed Sullivan. No, I don't even like going to weddings. No, never mind somebody you don't even know. $50 them. a minute? I'm with Ed no. Sullivan. I don't, even, I don't even want to be at my wedding. No. I was there. Dave didn't want to be there either. either. I, I liked it. Yeah, you had a good time. I did. It was fun. 
That's fine. saying something. You never have a good time. Was outdoors? You weren't there. That was no. before your time? Yeah, I wasn't born yet. No, it was very interesting. It was outdoors and all kinds of different people, and it was fun. Roasted <laughs> a pig, which is more of a Miami thing than a New Hampshire yeah. thing. Yeah, but you, you brought it on. Salty, chocolatey graham cracker. That's what's going on here with the Davidoff Intenso. Not as intense as it started. Early intense. Calm down. Went from a seven to a six. Yeah. It's intense by Davidoff standards, which would put it at a five max. Yeah, I'm, I'm going four. Maybe it started as a five and dropped down to a four. I'll give you the one point drop, but. Retro hell, it'll be a little bit more than a four. No. No, he's not it, doing that. What I was thinking before it came in, because there was no sample of we bought a blind, <laughs> was that it was going to be very different than a Davidoff, and it's not. No. It tastes like a Davidoff would taste. And it started off a little stronger, but no, well, it's, and now it tastes like a Davidoff It kind of makes sense, right? Who's buying this except for a Davidoff smoker? Right, you're not going to pay, what, $32 for a Robusto to see what it's like? Yeah, it's a lot of money. <laughs> it's a, it's a know, lot of money. Big ticket it, was, item. it was released many years ago, and then they brought it back as the 2020 edition. Okay. Um, I don't remember the first one, but the name is misleading. It's a good cigar, don't get me wrong. There's yeah. a lot of flavor to it, but the name is misleading. Yeah, it's a straightforward. It's, a t- it's intense for a Davidoff. It's it's you got more going on as far as the the flavors that are happening. It's not just straightforward Davidoff. No, it's it's more it's, of those flavors though. It's, it's, it's intense. intense of those exact flavors. Yeah, for for a Dominican Davidoff, you know, if you compare it to the Nicaraguan, it's milder. This is, yeah, this yeah, it's definitely Oscurio, It's milder. I mean, it's like salsa. You got mild, medium, and hot. It's medium. Yeah. Yeah. A little misleading of, of what it is. Not that it's bad at all. No. Um, but I mean, calling it that, I was expecting something different, right? Yeah. And as usual, perfect construction and burn. And Draws flawless. Looks beautiful. Yep. Uh, the band really pops with, with that uh, color wrapper. Beautiful. Beautiful. All right, let's take a break. We come back. Uh, we're going to have uh, today's mailbag number three, which to me will be the winner. I haven't even heard it, but uh, I don't think we have anything there uh, so far, but we'll pick the best email of the week. Give a $100 lighter away, lighter cut a combination, I think. Last one of those. And a classic three-way and lots more. We're live in the Toscano Cigar Soundstage. You're listening to the Cigar Authority on the United Podcast Network. Let's talk a little about Rough Rider Cigars. So here is where the motorcycle culture meets Cigar Nation. This badass looking cigar uses the name Rough, but delivers a smooth as silk ride each and every time. Even before lighting one, you can't help but notice its sweet like honey flavor. Smooth and creamy, resembling slightly sweetened butter. Outstanding! The Rough Rider Cigar is so beautiful in so many ways. We're talking a premium cigar, imported, long filler cigar, but wait till you hear the price. Every cigar is in the $3 price range. That's right. Even the Churchill in the 6x60, every cigar is in the $3 price range. 
Rough Rider cigars. So there's nothing rough about Rough Rider except the name, Rough Rider Cigars. The following message is brought to you by Drew Estate. Drew Estate, the rebirth of cigars in the new Drew Diplomat app. Join me, Barry Stein, from the Cigar Authority on Drew Diplomat. As you know, I am quite partial to Liga Pavada Number 9 from Drew Estate. So join me for a Liga and share your experience with Drew Estate. And while you're at it, don't forget to check into Two Guys Smoke Shop on the Drew Diplomat app. Drew Diplomat is now available for the iPhone and Android. To learn more about Drew Diplomat, visit DrewDiplomat.com. That's DrewDiplomat.com. You must be at least 21 years of age or older and a resident of the United States, including D.C. To be eligible for membership in this program, other terms and conditions apply. Surgeon General warning, cigars are not a safe alternative to cigarettes. Since 1903, when La Aurora Cigars first opened their doors as the first cigar factory of the Dominican Republic, they have defined Dominican cigar manufacturing. Now, La Aurora continues that innovation with La Aurora Dominican DNA, featuring an exceptional blend whose soul is the Anduyo. La Aurora pays tribute to the oldest Dominican tobacco process with a cigar that features tobacco that is part of their heritage and their DNA. The La Aurora DNA features this hard-to-work tobacco that brings the unique characteristics of strength, inspiring aroma, and sweetness that creates an exceptional smoking experience that only La Aurora can bring you. Experience La Aurora Dominican DNA with its Cibao Valley Dominican wrapper, an authentic Cameron binder from Africa with fillers from the Dominican Republic, Pennsylvania, Nicaragua, and Anduyo. Available at top retailers like twoguyscigars.com and is distributed in the United States by Miami Cigar and Company. Experience the rich tradition of the legendary H. Upman brand with the latest addition to their iconic 1844 line. The H. Upman 1844 Añejo uses a rich, well-balanced blend of Nicaraguan, Honduran, and Dominican tobaccos and an extra-aged wrapper that offers a deep aroma with a bold finish. The H. Upman 1844 Añejo is sure to please adult smokers looking for a delicious, handmade, premium smoke that is aged to perfection. Surgeon General warning cigar smoking can cause cancers of the mouth and throat even if you do not inhale. Jose Dominguez, Jose Dominguez, Jose, Jose, Jose Dominguez. What the hell are you doing? I'm writing a commercial for Jose Dominguez. Well, what you should be doing is talking about how good they are. That Jose Dominguez makes millions of cigars for other people, but saves the best tobaccos and the best blend for his namesake, Jose Dominguez. Not singing a song, if that's what you think you're doing. What I am doing is creating what is known as a donut. Hey, nobody's going to take away your donut. No, a donut in a commercial is when it starts with a jingle and then the information comes in and then ends with the song again. The information is the filling of the donut. Why does everything you talk about have to center around food and usually donuts? I don't know. Listen, Jose Dominguez cigars come in four great sizes and two wrappers. The mild, buttery, smooth, natural, and the slightly bolder Maduro. And every cigar is about $5. You know as well as I do, Dave, Jose Dominguez is no $5 cigar. It's worth so much more, it's a sensational value. Okay, here's the end of the donut. You ready? Oh! 
Jose Dominguez. Jose Dominguez. Jose. This is Terrence Riley from Aganorsa Leaf, and you are listening to the Cigar Authority on the United Podcast Network. We are back. We're smoking the Davidoff Robusto Intenso. And uh, we should have a little cheese with it. So take a puff and then <laughs> have some cheese. Jonathan, would you be so kind to pass the cheese? Let's see if it, if it works. Oh, 10 second roll. <laughs> oh, riveting radio. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Did anything? It did change. Then you take the next puff after, and it changes. Hmm. Something in between. It took the salt out. Now it's more floral. Hmm. Salt and some of the earthy component. Yeah, it's yeah. more floral. Away. Yeah. Nice. Yeah. We learned something. Think we're going to have to do this more often? Yeah, then we call it. <laughs> Listen, as you well know, it's not often that I change my mind about something. Right? I'm pretty pig-headed about something, but he, he really huh. did a nice job. He did. That he Michael did. Capellini. So here's a nice, interesting job that's going on in the cigar industry. I got word of it last night. I had no idea. I don't know if was it breaking news last night. Yeah, breaking news last night, aficionado. So Carlito Fuente, for the first time ever, is letting somebody else make a Fuente cigar. And it's going to be George Padron, Padron cigars. And George Padron, for the first time ever, is letting somebody make a Padron cigar, and that's Carlito Fuente, that... Like the face-off happened years ago, and we talked about this, that was um, Lito Gomez. Gomez and Christian Aroa did a face-off, and they made each other's brand. You were just talking about it with the Aroa brothers, that they yes. should do a face-off, and what do you know? And here we go. And this one is very, very interesting. So both of their parents, their fathers passed away. Within a year of each other. Yep. And they said, you know, both of them were thinking of making something for them and said, you know, I'm going to let you out of respect for my father, make something, and we're going to name it for my father. And very risky, right? They both love their father so much and work with them every day, and the other one's going to make the other one for them. So, uh, And you're talking two of the biggest cigar brands that are out there. Risky move that's happening. But what I understand is going to happen is it's going to be sold together. At the end, and the money's going to go to charity. and There's no know. loser there. Everybody's going to want one. I mean, that's a piece of history at that point. Right, right. So um, imagine that of what would George Padron do for a Fuente cigar? And, and is he thinking, okay, I, it's a Fuente cigar, so I'm not making a Padron. I'm making a Fuente cigar, what a Fuente person would expect from a, Padron, from a Fuente. But Padron is making it, and the same goes mm-hmm. for... Carlito, you know, is he going to use Nicaraguan tobacco and make a Nicaraguan cigar the Fuente way? And is George Padron going to make a Dominican cigar the Padron way? It's interesting. What is going to happen with this? And and do we have a date a, a year from now? Sometime next year. Uh, okay. No oh, definitive date. IPCPR at, at PCA. Mm-hmm. At the PCA trade show is when they're going to launch it. Uh, will they turn that into a product that you can only get if you show up at PCA sure. or something? Something Which could- is a lot of talk that there's going to be a lot of things like that happening next year that unless you attend the show, you're not going to be able to get. Well, the good news is we're attending. Awesome. Um, 
but I want, you know, as a cigar geek myself, yeah. what more do, do I want? I always wanted something like that. I would love to see, you know, I always said I'd love to see those two people using Cuban tobacco. Mm. Well, you know, using Nicaraguan tobacco, using Dominican flip-flop, and you, you, you have the number one Dominican cigar manufacturer, which is Fuente, make, making a Padron, and the number one Nicaraguan factory, I think, uh, Padron making a Fuente that I would imagine is going to be Dominican. Unless they just say, oh, I'm going to make a Padron and call it a Fuente. I don't think so. I, I think, although I did hear Padron has made the cigar already and they're mm. aging already a year in advance, which is unheard of of Padron, mm -hmm. because I'm going to yeah. tell you, Padron makes it with aged tobacco, rolls the cigars, and ships them. We know how much George listens to this show. George used to send us a couple samples. I mm. would love a sample. I would love that. <laughs> I would love that. Uh, like, love to get in. It's going to be very interesting. But uh, also interesting is going to be mailbag number three, the winner. Yeah, it's time uh -huh. for the... Is, I'm guessing is the winner. Yeah. Aging Room Best Email of the Week brought to you by Aging Room Cigars. This week's prize is a four-jet Big Buddha lighter and a butterfly Jaws cutter by the folks at Lotus. Hmm. And uh, that's about a $100 value there. And we're going to ship it out to the winner. And uh, the best email that I saw this week, so this gets my vote, ah. is uh, TCA and My Cigar Habits, written by Lucas. Lucas says, I've enjoyed cigars since I was 18. I'm 29 now. But up until a year ago, I didn't smoke more than a few a year. I'd buy the same cigar every time and didn't even own a humidor to put it in if I didn't plan on smoking it that evening. What really stepped up my cigar game was a friend of mine at work. He would discuss cigars with me in our downtime, and he introduced me to the Cigar Authority podcast back in February. I was hooked. I started listening to old podcasts anytime I was driving, and that quickly influenced me into starting to buying more cigars and trying different brands. I joined the Cigar Care Package Prime back in March or April of 2020, and of course, a few months I went down from a I went to a 25 cigar humidor that I barely kept at half full of the same one or two cigars to a 150 cigar count humidor that I kept as full as I can with a large variety, and I'm currently looking into options to buy and store more boxes. Nice. Now, something I've heard on a few mailbags that I think we need to bring back, and that is the TCA Power Rankings. At number four, Barry, the only panelist I've actually talked to on the phone, very knowledgeable, but does tend to be a bit of a wiener. Nice. Ed. Good old monotone Ed comes in at number three. <laughs> okay. Was at the bottom of my list for a while, but was quickly moving up as he come more and more involved in the weekly conversation. Number two, Dave, founder of the wow. podcast. Even if he can't handle a semi-strong cigar, you've got to give him credit for everything he's accomplished. And number one, Mr. Jonathan, always good for a laugh, even if it's I'm just going to see sour right now, what yeah. his outfit is for a special event. You can't go back on what you <laughs> <Yeah>. said. <laughs> I played you. Thanks for all you guys do. I look forward to the podcast every week. And that's Lucas from Donsville, Georgia. See, right. I think Jonathan picked two emails that were so par just so he could say that the email that said he was the best wins. And because of that, I'm voting for number one. I am also going number one since you screwed him out of a hat. The least we can do is send him a lighter encounter. That's, that's, a, that's a good point. That's two <laughs> votes for Mike. 
So I wrote down hat to remember who he was. We can all agree the St- Stephen Irwin with the crocodile thing is out. Yeah. Now the hat one, besides looking for a hat, what else did he say? Do you remember? Correct. Uh, there's no such schmuckus. word as schmuckus. No, nah, I didn't like it at all. I, ha- I have to go with uh, the power sm- rankings. The power rankings. I do. And since I'm um, the tie-breaking not, not for the power ranking part, for the story of listening to right. the show and really getting into it. And You allowed Jonathan to manipulate you. That's exactly what happened. Yes. <laughs> you allowed him to manipulate you. Uh, oh, I, I, had, I had him as a winner without even hearing what the answer is, but I feel the other two well, were weak. That was Jonathan's manipulation. Yeah. He picked two crappy ones. So we're two to two right now. Yeah, he gets the and deciding vote. Oh. I'm the tiebreaker. Lucas, just send me your uh, address, and we'll uh, send you off a present. And can you get the address of the guy with no hat? And, <laughs> and uh, we, I, don't, I, we don't have a hat. I have that. Okay, so when we do, and I put a note here to do it, keep fine hats. So, Mike, look for that in 2022. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. No, that's not how Dave rolls. Those, those hats will be No, uh, I've been saying it for a long time. i got to get on the ball. Once he's got the note, we're halfway there. That's it. i got to put it right in the note and forward from that. Uh, the cheese has taken this into a different level. Mm-hmm. Adding something into this, pairing it with something made the cigar way better. It took the earthy notes down and added more things. Which in. is is something to think about when you're pairing is the difference between a complementary pairing, which is of the flavor of the cigar is going to go well with the flavor of the chocolate or the cheese or the wine or the scotch or whatever you have. And then you have oppositional pairing where you're intentionally using that food item to remove a flavor. In this case, I was getting salt before, and then I ate a piece of the cheese. It took the salt away, and some now of that earthy component the- of the cheese came away. And now the floral part of the cigar that That's was cool. overpowered by the salt and the earthiness, true. the floral part came alive, and it's a different cigar. I'm enjoying it much more now that I had the cheese. I'm a convert. I'm a convert. You today tur- is the turned, day. Today, you turned over today hey, during uh, the show. Dave, Chrissy Cunningham says Australia is feeling some strong discrimination. From the guy ranking on no, us? Oh, from you, I think. Well, I, I just punched back. <laughs> <laughs> I couldn't remember Steve Irwin's name. I'm no. sorry. I don't remember <laughs> relatives' names. And then you just happen to pick on, I don't know, the most important person to come out of Australia ever. I thought that was Crocodile Dundee. Right. Yeah. He's not even a real Aussie. And besides, Australians and his, should be uh, used his to His accent getting... was more British than it was Australian. Australians should be used to getting stung. Oh, Jesus. <laughs> and I, I eat, I get a meal at that. Outback. Outback <laughs> once in a while. Does that count? Come on. It's a country that's originated in inmates. Right. And you like a, a blooming onion. I'm surprised. Anybody, I'm just right? glad you didn't remember the term British trash because that's what they get called. It's not nice. I thought that's people from New Zealand. <laughs> I got no problem. I've never been to Australia. I got no problem with them. But it's I too a- far. Their toilets flushed throughout opposite way. So I asked that to, the, to somebody that was here the other day. They said it's not true. <laughs> But I heard it yeah, is true. Anything is south true. of the equator goes the other way. way. Yeah. <laughs> Who in their right mind would watch the way that a toilet swirls but and what, then what go the to fact? another country to see how the toilet water if swirls? You, south of the equation, the, the water will automatically swirl the other way because of the axis of, <sighs> of Earth. Ed Sullivan's looking this up right now. Yeah. When you I, talk, poop, you don't I, look. I don't believe it's the least bit true. Really? 
I've been hearing it my whole life. It's, that's it's the way it utter is. nonsense, and it shouldn't even be discussed on it such should. a highbrow podcast. <laughs> yeah, yeah, highbrow. <laughs> anyway, go eat a Vegemite sandwich and stop you crying. I've had Vegemite. Terrible. It's not terrible. It's very earthy. Uh, you got to have a, a lot of unsalted butter because it's a very salty product and it needs the fat. But you put it on toast and you spread the thinnest amount on top of the butter. Is it basically and it's spam? Delicious. No. I think it is. It's what's left over from the brewing process. It's essentially leftover yeast from brewing beer. So it's the leftover stuff like grappa, but it's not alcoholic. By the way, Rudy says the reverse toileting is called the Coriolis effect. Coriolis. Yeah, but. That's nipples. I don't think he's Ariola. right. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> he's correct about it, but let's go to a definitive source, right? What, Wikipedia? Uh, this is from The Atlantic. The Simpsons episode, Bart versus Australia. Yeah. So you know this is for real. This right? is real. Okay. Involves the oldest Simpson kid getting indicted for fraud. Starts with the scene in the bathroom. Bart has noticed that the water in the sink always drains in a counterclockwise way. Lisa, always the smart one, right? Yeah. Informs him that in the Southern Hemisphere, it drains the other way. Bart doesn't believe her. To find out for sure, he calls a number in Australia. All right. Collect, of course. Yes. And hijinks ensues. And what's the outcome? Um, let's go with the headline, water rotating clockwise in Australia and counterclockwise in the States. It's a myth. It's a myth. Yeah, I think. And the, the way that Dave found this information out is he's a huge fan of the Simpsons. He watched that episode that's, and that's where it's stuck in his mind. And we could just move on to the classic three-way because this has become another coin story. Who's, <laughs> it, who's it brought to us by? Classic Cigars. It's time for this day in classic history, brought to you by Classic Cigars. Classic cigars are now the most affordable cigar brand in America. With prices as low as $1.50, this cigar has something for everyone. The Classic Connecticut is light and smooth. The Classic Maduro is bold, but never overpowering. The Classic Cameroon sits somewhere in between with hints of sweetness. And the Classic Cuban is a real knockoff of the taste and flavors from old-time Havanas. Classic cigars are sold in cost-saving bundles of 20 and sold in five great sizes, ranging from $1.50 to $2.25 per cigar, which makes Classic the most affordable premium handmade cigar in America. Classic cigars. Three questions and two tiebreakers. Three questions, two tiebreakers, and... It's Barry, I think, isn't it? I think so. Barry. Born today, David Lee Roth, best known as the original lead singer of the South California-based hard rock band Van Halen, God rest his soul, also known as a successful solo artist. He was born today, what year? 1955. Man, I had 56. I'm not just saying that, Barry. 1947, they're both over. 47, they're both over. Mr. Jonathan knows how to play this. 54, close but no cigar. Oh, I subtract one, I know. Barry, but it goes to Mr. Jonathan. He's off and running. Because of, <laughs> of the dumb rules of the game. Yeah. Don't hate the player. Hate the game. <laughs> ready? Well, I, I heart hatters. Yeah, I'm ready. Died today. Not born today. Died today. Christopher Reeves. Famous as Superman actor who died of heart failure. Uh, he had been a well-fit man until a freak riding accident left him uh, quadriplegic during uh, due to a spinal cord injury. Uh, 
He died today. What year was that? I don't know. Uh, 1988. 88. 94. 94. 2005. 2004, Barry. Close. So I get another point is what you're saying. Mr. Jonathan gets another point. Killing it. Seemed like he's been dead longer. Uh, we have one question left, and Mr. Jonathan has two points. I guess you could say horseback riding was his kryptonite. <laughs> you Hasht- could say that. Hashtag too soon. Now, Mr. Jonathan goes first. Last question. Happened today. African-American inventor Isaac R. Johnson patents the bicycle frame. The bicycle frame. You're a bicycle guy. African-American inventor Isaac R. Johnson patents the bicycle frame. Well, it's Mr. Jonathan's guess. 1750. 1750. 1832. 1832. 1801. 1801. One point. 1801. You were so close. I'll just give myself Ed Sullivan, but it goes to Barry Stein in 1832. Barry gets one point, so it's not a shutout. 1899. You were two off. No, he was 98 off. Yeah. But... 1899. You said 1801. 1801. Well, same oh. thing. I'm a loser either way. Yeah. It's true. Shut out, and I'm the winner. Yeah. Wait a second here. 1899. 1832. Yeah, you got it. Yeah. Why am I disappointed? Mr. <laughs> Jonathan won. Mr. Jonathan won. It's yeah. not even the last day of the year. It's really exciting. It's only October 10th, and Mr. Jonathan ended up winning uh, very quickly. Uh, Jesus Christ Superstar? When did that come out? Uh, 1974. I would have said 75. I would have said 68. 69. You would have got a point. I was going to say 69, but I thought people would think I'm and just I had a coin, And I have a little coin story for the last oh, question. <laughs> President signs a bill authorizing the likeness of Susan B. Anthony for a one-sided new coin. In the Apollo moon landing on the other side of the coin, it became the Susan B. Anthony dollar coin. The worst piece of currency we've ever had in the United States that's never used. Mm. When did that come out? 2000. 1998. 84. 78. Really? It was that long ago? Yeah. You hated them. Hated them. Hated them. As a a store owner, hated them. Yeah, they suck for deposits. Yeah. Hated it. Hated it. Susan B. Anthony. Not you, personally, but (laughs) your coin. Loser. That that in Australia he hates, but not at all. He, I don't hate dress. anything. I don't hate anything. Final thoughts here on da- Davidoff, Robusto, Intenso. Very uh-huh. reminiscent of their 702 line. Um, the the chocolatey notes are there. It's got a great draw, a great burn. It's a good cigar. It's a, it's it's a decent cigar. I'm trying to look up how to say medium in Spanish. Medio. Uh, all right, so it's uh, more like Robusto Medio. Yeah, that would have been a better name. Yeah, it's it's falsifying the intense, intensest, yeah. I think, to it. That's all I can say in a negative way. I'd smoke the cigar. I like it. It's I, good. I'm a Davidoff fan anyway, yeah. what Davidoff tastes like. It tastes like it's a Davidoff cigar. It does. I expected it not to, but it does. Yeah, Davidoff cigar kicked up a notch. Really? From the regular one, yeah. yeah. Unfortunately, I'm not a huge fan of the 702 wrapper. I, I would have liked this maybe in a different wrapper. It's good. It's not their best, and it's definitely not their worst. Yeah. All right. So that's what we got to it. That's the uh, honest-to-God truth. And uh, next week, how do you like this podcast, The Cigar Authority? Well, we are bringing a pro in, a critic, 
uh, a podcast guru, podcast coach Jim Collison will beat us up, hopefully, and improve this show. So you've seen the worst of the Cigar Authority today. It only gets better. That's the good news after this week. So because I win, it's the worst one? Correct. Agreed. Until then, you've been listening to The Cigar Authority on the United Podcast Network. And uh, it's quite possible you learned nothing in the last two hours, but always remember to keep the lid end out of your mouth. The views and opinions expressed by the hosts, guests, or callers of this program do not necessarily reflect the opinions of the Studio 21 Podcast Cafe, the United Podcast Network, its partners or affiliates.